Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shoes. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. All right, let's hit it. Little, little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey! all here on this Monday morning, August the 27th, we are live, coming at you from City Place, another hot and swampy day, boy, yesterday was ridiculous, I got in the car this morning and said 80 degrees already, I was like, oh man, here we go, my daughter takes uh, horseback riding lessons, so imagine, hot, swampy, Horse stables. Mm. Mm. A lot of moving air, too, mm. right? Yes. No stagnant, stagnant air. air. Oh, yeah. boy. Ah. Mm. Ah. <laughs> For a second, I thought, what if I step in front of the horse just so I get into the air-conditioned ambulance? <laughs> but, you want an ambulance? Is it air-conditioned? <laughs> I'm assuming it is. You got the AC in there? Great. Perfect. Ugh. And that smell just sticks to you, too. Yeah, it does. You can't get that out of your nose. You love it or you don't. Horse manure. I don't. (laughs) I don't. But I do it for the kids, though. Speaking of for the kids, King Scott, Friday. Oh, boy. (sighs) That all-family affair. It was a lot of fun. Yes. (laughs) Yes. uh, The all-family affair. You got that right. Mm -hmm. Mission accomplished? Would you guys say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mission yes. accomplished? Yes. I, I Punishment? Definitely think so. Served, huh? Uh-huh. There you go. I did learn one thing that was very, very surprising. What? King Scott has zero rhythm and cannot dance. <laughs> oh, yes. It really is. bummed me out. That like, that true. bummed me out. That, that I looked at you and I was like, you have, like, zero opportunity of ever becoming a professional dancer. That's fine with me. I think with practice... 
I don't even know if that could be said. Did you practice at all? Any practicing? Well, well how, how could you practice? What you am I? The yeah. Songs? I don't even know what I'm getting into. Well, we got there, the so. pole in the basement. You could have practiced all day. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had other. There was a lot of nerves happening, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't care about dancing at the well, time. First I was doing off, my best. First off, thanks to well, all the Rachel listeners who came out. I mean, we had the place packed out. Man. Also, thanks to uh, Scarlet's Cabaret for mm-hmm. allowing us to use their very nice facility. The place yes. is great. Great. Yeah. I think I was there years ago. Years ago when it was, uh, was it the Hollywood Club? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was called Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. And I guess they redid the whole thing. They sure did. It's that, nice. When I walked in, I went... Man, it's been a long time since you've been. This doesn't even look like the same place. No. So, yeah, Scott and yeah, I did the great. grand opening a year ago, and yeah. then the one year anniversary recently. And the the play, they have a blast over there. Nice. Yeah. The they do know how to fun. Nice. Fun. Yeah, they were great. And, and I and I do love how you know they actually took some time and effort to change that place. Because I mean, we've all known uh, when it, when when some sort of management takes over a brand new place, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just four oh nine. And then that's their redo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's all they do to to spruce up the place. Oh, yeah. So. Well, 409 on the on the stage, that's it? Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> then they're like, under new management, 409. Okay. Hmm. And like, that's it. <laughs> cool. Thank oh, no. So the place much. looks like, you know, new carpets. Yeah. And, yeah, it looks nice. It's a fresh brass pole. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fresh now. Scott's been up there. No, Scott. Yeah, King Scott sullied it. <laughs> But I got there, and uh, it was uh, King Scott and uh, uh, Video Guy Ben and Video Joe, and I don't think you were there yet, but uh, Scott was up in the VIP area. Yo, I was outside doing social media stuff. So Scott was up behind glass. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked in there, and he was pacing back and forth. He must have he wore a hole in that carpet. Walking back and forth. Yeah. yeah, he had a drink in his hand when I got into that room you were talking about. I said, how many of those have you had? And he said, oh, this is just my second one. Out of it started about noon, I think. <laughs> There's just no way. Yeah, how many uh, How many uh, beverages did you have? I had two. That two. was it, just, yeah. just that That's second it. one. Because For, that was, I mean, that was... liquid courage. That was 20 minutes before you even went on, that second one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had the first one an hour before, then the second one about... I didn't wow. want to be two. Two would have been fine mm-hmm. if it was just like the size of a pickle bucket. Would you drink? <laughs> it was just, uh, oh, I had a little bit of CC, a little Canadian club on the rocks. Okay. Whiskey. Yeah. And then that was your first drink and your second drink too? Yeah, same thing? Same All right. Yeah. <laughs> and they comped. You loosen up, you loosen up a bit. <laughs> you hear yes. Oh, and they comped you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at you. The talent gets, you know. Look at you. <laughs> Free drinks. Yeah, they're great over there, man. <laughs> You know, you know what was funny about the whole thing is so uh, you had me get up behind the booth and kind of do like the the strip club DJ thing to yeah, bring yeah, Scott yeah. out. And <clears throat> right before, uh, Promo Matthew had said, hey, like make an announcement to get people up front. Like, you know, right before Scott goes on, before you do the whole thing. So I'm like, all right. And I look at the, the, the DJ and I go, hey, I got to make a quick announcement to bring all the Team Riz people up front and all that stuff. He goes... All right, hey, why you got the mic crack? Go ahead and bring Baby Doll off stage. And I'm like, oh boy, now I'm really doing this. Like with Scott, you, I don't did care. Did you bring Baby Doll off stage? I did. Yeah, I did. I, I, I didn't yeah. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that. What'd you say? 
Nothing. The baby doll. Uh, like I don't bring her off stage, oh. but like I said, I said, all right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up, make some noise for baby, baby doll. doll. Yeah. Yeah. Baby doll. You guys didn't hear that? That was the best. That no, was I missed that. part of the intro. <laughs> I'm yeah. coming up with you. And, and I did it. And I did it. Like uh, I had to make an announcement a minute before that too. And they usually give them a one minute warning to let them know and let the girls in the back know that they're about to come out. Hey, so you're I go, on deck. So I was like, all right, everybody, in just one minute, King Scott will be gracing the stage. Baby doll, you got one more minute, so just shake it. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I, think you said you, I think you said, you got one minute, baby doll, and I thought you were talking to Scott. I usually yeah. find if, you, if you're at a, a gentleman's club early, uh, usually the front by the stage is empty. Everybody's kind of shy. Sure. Everybody's shy. Yeah. And then... You know, once the evening progresses, everybody kind of migrates up front, then come the dollars and... Yeah, people get their liquid courage yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. ah, whatever. You know so what, we had to give a little encouragement. Yeah, you know what I thought was hilarious? And, and this happened a couple times. There would be a, a gentleman sitting up front enjoying the entertainment in front of him. And then you could kind of see him like kind of do a little turnaround. And go, wow, and go, there are a there lot of people There are way here. too many people yeah. here for me yeah. to be sitting right here. I need to yeah, go. normal Friday happy hour. It's not this crowded. What is going on here today? Yeah, we started packing out that place. So we were there starting at 5 by, uh, you know, 5.15. It was packed. Packed, was man. Crazy. And And even the DJ had said there are some Saturdays where it's not even that crowded. And they, you know, Saturday night at a, at a strip club is usually pretty crowded. But he said that Friday afternoon, early yeah. evening, oh, we slammed was it. packed. Well, I, know I don't that, think Scarlet tender in the back was like. I, I think she was quoted saying, "Oh boy, yeah." I don't yeah. think they were expecting that many. Uh-uh. But <laughs> she was we, working solo there for a while. Yeah, when we throw it out there, we're going to be somewhere. Especially if King Scott's getting naked, you know the place <laughs> is going to be packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know it. Whew. Speaking of, I think there's a lot of people that uh, looking to book you. Oh, good. I don't think so. I, w- I want to know if I'm going to be up so. for adult male entertainer of the year. Uh, that, You're absolutely that, not. That tush so. brings a crowd. Yeah, a- Absolutely not. So I wanted to be surprised when he came out, and he had my American flag robe on, which, where is it? It's at my house okay. still. Yeah. You should burn it. Yeah, I no. think so. Oh, American flag. Come on, Tones. You're more no, American that's disrespectful. That. You can't burn that. It's red, white, and blue, bro. Both of you stop. On. Second off, <laughs> it actually touched his butt cheeks, his bare butt cheeks. So it's warm. That's the first time it's ever touched for real these butt cheeks. No, it was on uh, Jeff uh-huh. at 1.2. Speedo, Speedo. This was a thong. How do you know what Legit I did at cheeks. home with it? Uh-huh. Okay. I wonder where Creepy. that rash came from on me. <laughs> <laughs> this was a different game. This was I'm a totally so, different I'm game. I'm siding with Tony here. I agree. I don't think I'd see you running bases I, I, no, I agree. he was wearing. It could be cleaned. That could be cleaned. Good luck. Well, you can run it through the wash. I think there's a tag on there. Yeah. You know my world-famous American flag robe? It's been used a lot. Right. Jeff's punishment. Mm-hmm. A couple of my punishments, a couple of videos. Now Scott's punishment. Anyway. <laughs> So Scott has the robe on. Patrico does the announcement. We're on the side of the stage. I got a stack of ones. Yeah, you gave me a few. I'm ready to go. <laughs> My felt, wife I, was there. My wife was there, and I went to her. Hey, give me ones. Come on, give me, give me singles. <laughs> well, I felt bad because I had ten dollars worth of ones on me too that I was planning on throwing and making it rain. But I, I had to be John Elway if I wanted to get up there because I was yeah, back yeah. at the booth. I take late payments. <laughs> I'll Venmo. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I Venmoed you about eleven bucks that night. Thank I you. That's okay. 
Did you not throw any money out, Jeff? Oh, yeah, I did. I gave him yeah. a dollar. He, All right. Jeff put a dollar on his nose. Oh, oh that's man. right. Okay. I was the one that right. laid on the stage right. with him. Yeah, Probably. someone almost uh, got a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> you moved just the time. He's like, All right, now I have to. You sit there. I saw where his babies are going to come from. Let's oh, yeah. oh, oh, no. Yeah. Yikes. I, I unfortunately opened my eyes. You did? You, oh, oh, yeah. When really? I was laying on my Jeff, back with a dollar in my mouth, I totally opened my eyes. You never open your eyes. Oh, my God. Really? Don't? Next time I do that with a guy standing above me, I will keep my eyes closed. <laughs> so, sure. so the song is It's Raining Men as he's walking from the VIP room to the stage. That was not his song to strip to. Because remember, he had two songs. That's right. One by Moon, one by me. So It's Raining Men, I thought, was apropos for the event. Yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed, too, but when he hit the stage, I, I looked at the DJ and I go, count to six and then start the song. Make this awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's he got on stage, like, and it was six seconds of silence. <laughs> so King Scott's in his robe. Thank you. He is now on the stage. It's silence, and then this. <laughs> so Like a Virgin was the first song, which, again, perfect. Thanks. Take out the word like. That yeah. was a, a suggestion from a few team Riz members and some people on uh, on Twitter. Oh, perfect. So thank you for perfect. the suggestion. This is a perfect icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Your first thoughts when you heard this? It took me, I kid you not, my mind was racing so much. It was probably halfway through and I realized even what song was going on. Mm. I couldn't hear anything and I... <laughs> That's part of the reason I had no rhythm because I didn't even know what was going on. It sounded like you couldn't hear anything. I mean, it looked like you could hear anything. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. When I heard this, I was like, that's Could that genius. Be, and, and I'm agreeing with Patrico, but could it be one of the reasons why you were so awkward in dancing? Is that because you were so nervous in the situation? And- oh, I could tell you were nervous. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think you would be better at dancing if it wasn't that situation. No, of course. I was yeah. startled a bit as well. I can actually strum a guitar, believe it or not. If, if you weren't <laughs> I was going to so, say, yeah. you have rhythm. It was, it was so weird If you me. weren't so tan, we would have seen how red you turned. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. How about that tan body, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, his ass is really embarrassed You put right some now. tanner on him. <laughs> yeah. You put some tanner on I wanted I mean, to go on Lily White. Oh, yes. The orange, though. Like, that's terrible <laughs> yeah. orange color. Well, the greatest part about that song selection and what your intro, it's, don't forget. I have to of, give, no, we got to give credit to Jeff for that because he passed that line on to me. Well, either way, that, that, oh, that was brilliant. Line? Yes. Good job for you. What was it? He said, totally he true. said, I said, for the first time in the history of Scarlet's Cabaret, a virgin is about to grace the main <laughs> oh, stage. Yeah, I didn't hear that. <laughs> totally and by right. the way, we had a video crew down there and we'll have the video out there probably at the end of the week. Is it going to go straight to Pornhub or what are probably. we going to do with it? Okay, probably. <laughs> so, like a virgin's playing, King Scott takes off his robe and he's got like a cut off wife beater on. No, that and... was a, a naughty schoolgirl. Oh, top. it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Patricia's. Thank you, Patricia's. Yeah, thank you, Patricia's, by the way. And then you had. And then you have a little skirt, you know, skirt on, <laughs> My which kept girls. falling down. What size is the skirt? I do have an event coming up. It's XL. You want to borrow it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the skirt kept falling down. I needed uh, some, whatever you call those, don't the little forget, suspenders. The his, suspenders on his that. His amazing tattoo. Yeah, his, ta- his, his lower back tattoo that said, mm-hmm. no regards. <laughs> 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 do we have a picture of that? Um, I am looking oh, for one Oh, we could post right that. Now. Terrific. Ridiculous. Terrific. So your your first thoughts as you're on stage, I mean, just nervous. What am I going to do? 
I, I mean, you were kind of just shaking your hips a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't do much pole work, which I was surprised about. Whole, not a whole lot of I, pole work. Not a lot of pole work. It's, it's, really like, not. it's not his game. Really. As goofy I mean, as this sounds, it seemed like I was up there for 10 seconds. And I know it sounds ridiculous because it should have been forever and ever, but the whole time you're like, it was just, you know, like the the blank stare kind of thing. Like, uh, that yeah. thing. I thought I had some, I had a, so many things planned. Well, and when I got up there, they were all gone. I couldn't yeah, remember yeah. one thing I rehearsed <laughs> or thought about. And I was like, this is dumb. I'm, I'm being goofy right now. So was it the first song or the second song that you took out the bag? And second song. Not, yeah. not, I mean the bag of, of things <laughs> we're going to throw out. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, I, th- I think it was near the end of the second. It was like right during yeah. the transition when, when, he, when he busted out the bag. Yeah, the lovely His. Phoenix, she was my helper. She brought that up for me. So Yeah, it was, it, he had a bag of uh, sex toys he was throwing out. Yes. And by the way, I saw you hit multiple people in the face. Oh, well, like there was one. Oh, uh, he, there was a team Riz member. That I almost thought we were gonna have to call EMT to go check her out. I like felt her so bad. She's got a dentist like bill a for 15 you. Pounds I was just gonna sold. say, and it wasn't just it's like, oh, here's fun. a that like bloop right. Now. I mean, you, Randy Johnson, did, and and you hit her. It was with a sixteen. It was a sixteen pound bowling ball. No, she was waving her hands, and I'm like, oh, she wants this, so I toss it, and she didn't even see what I had in my hand, and it just went poop right, right in her in face. The face. Yeah. But she was waving her hands like, here, here, and I had no clue. She told me later, she's like, I wanted you to come over, say, so give you dollars. And I'm like, I'm an ah. idiot. I'm sorry. I felt so bad. Yeah. Well, she wrote us an email. We'll, we'll hear from her. No. Right yeah. And I'm sure you get the bill. Yeah, Moon's in charge of my bills, so <laughs> let him oh, take it. care of that. How much does a, uh, a corneal abrasion cost? <laughs> <laughs> cost for repair? Three toys? Anyway, you're, you know, you're shaking your thing. You're throwing the, the sex toys out. I think by this time your top was off. Oh, yeah. I was... You had your top off and you had uh, uh, nipple shields on. Yeah, he had some tassels. Real tassels. tassels. Which I'm mad that you didn't take my advice. I said that he should have put his, his tassels, like one on his belly button and the other <laughs> one right at his solar plexus. Just why people are like, what the hell are you doing? So you had nipple tassels on. How do those stay on, by the way? They're just, they got... Uh, tape? Yeah. Okay. It's like two-sided tape? Yeah. All right. How'd those feel coming off? Well, one evidently made it into the bag of gifts. <laughs> and the other one them. is totally gone. I have no clue where it went. So I think I was just sweating so bad it just disappeared off, somewhere yeah. in, the, in the dance. So yeah, the nipple tassels on and then you take off the skirt and you, I made it as a thong. It mm-hmm. is. I said is. I wanted to. Did you, did you uh, stuff up front? Oh, of course. Okay. okay. No, said no. I was Should've retracted. No. So, so many people kept asking me like, uh, is, is your cousin really built like that or is he stuffing? I was like, he's, that's not a sock in there. He put a shoe in there. It was so <laughs> much. Guys, I was like, Wow. <laughs> Well, I was nervous. Uh, you know, I, Tommy came in. He's like, make sure nothing comes out tonight. Oh, Tommy, your boss? Yeah. Our so boss. when he was warning me about that, he's like, you know. He really said that? Yes. So <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that. So I, I was just like, okay, I got to be extra careful. Is that because of legal that. reasons or is I he just, so. I think so, Is he probably. just bag shy, maybe? Jeff, that Jeff that. wishes that uh, Tommy <laughs> the boss had that conversation with me during the, the uh, bikini car wash yeah, punishment. Hello. Bag wow. shy? Wow. <laughs> I didn't see lefty, but I saw righty. Well, yeah. I know, I know. Scott had a sign like a waiver. <laughs> yes, right. You had a sign like a waiver. Uh-huh. Was that saying what? If he like tore his ACL on oh, the pole? No. <laughs> with this, with this new company, got to sign waivers for everything. Oh. Apparently, have you ever been up on the stage at a strip club before? No. Do you remember grabbing the pole and kind of walking around a little bit? Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you realize ahead of time that the pole itself actually moves? Not when as soon Isn't as I touched the thing, it's like oh, that thing moves. You can yeah. lock it. Yeah. Oh, you can. You can lock okay. it if you if you want. But can not. you pop, drop, and lock it? I think you can. So, I'm not sure. So now he's in his thong. He's throwing out the sex toys. And I thought the sex toy thing was a little crutch for you because you stopped dancing. 
and we're just throwing out sex toys for he, about two minutes. He, I watched it happen because as soon as that happened, I went, huh, the dancing has kind of stopped a little bit. And then I watched Riz yell twice. You didn't hear him. Then finally you turned and he goes and did the whole, get over her. And you walked over <laughs> and snatched the yeah, bag. Give me the bag. Oh, that's, Sarah Marie taking the, oh, that yeah. from Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I took it from you. And then he did, I was and then, standing next to Moon. And after he grabbed yeah. the bag, he gave it. Now, remind you, I'm across the club, so I can't oh. hear or, or really see. <laughs> but I just saw Riz's body language, grab the bag, and then do the old, get your ass out there. <laughs> this is, this is what was said. There. This is what was said. Bag is taken. He goes, now get back out there. Two, three. Get on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we I, screamed. I said I that a bunch on, on the mic, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Now, I wanted, I wanted you to crawl around. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, my, like a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> you also said like that. Like a tiger. <laughs> he kept coming to you on your knees, like a tiger, like a tiger. <laughs> throw a twomp up there, maybe. I he was throwing have. out money. Yes, I throw out a lot of money. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is, I, I was one of the first uh, to give you a one to try to get that going. You come over, and I was trying to give you a one, and you were convinced that I was gonna. D pants. Did I know oh, who yeah. you are? Get oh, out of here! I would yeah. never do that. I was that. watching. You kept holding on to your side oh, like I knew somebody's exactly. gonna yank something First, down. I'm smart. Yeah. Give me a. Break. All right. So song number one was like a virgin. Is that what you're into? Song number two. <laughs> now, song number two was my choice, and I could have gone many ways with this. I had I had talked to some friends about this as well, and uh, we could have gone like a kid song, which would have been funny for. It would have been funny seconds. for 10 seconds. Yeah. You, you did this correctly, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because e- even the DJ out there was saying, like, I figured knowing you guys, you guys would try and, you know, screw them over with something and play something wild. No, because we had the place packed out. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be a show. You know, it's show business. Yeah, You're there to entertain. And if you're dancing to the, uh, you know, the, the Barney theme song, you know, yeah, it's funny for 30 seconds. And right. you go, okay, this is A, creepy, and... B, it's not, you know, it's not really a strip club. Thing. Right, and I would have had to leave during the Barney thing. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, yeah. Stand outside for a minute. So it went from uh, like a virgin to... Step inside, walk this way, you and me, babe. Hey, hey. Brings it all back. Which was, I think, a great song. Yeah. Fantastic pick. And none of you guys know this, but they were in town. They were actually in the DJ booth. This is them live. They were, they were live. Maybe come on, get it Living like a lover with a red eye phone Looking like a trap Perfect song, like yep, perfect song So this was the second song And yeah, you kind of did your thing Kind of walked around a little bit This one was great because the That gal Phoenix that is kind of our handler for the night Or whatever, helping us everywhere uh, She asked me like, what would be your the songs you'd want And oh, I this said this one, one. Of them? Okay. How about that? So I actually got stoked when I was on stage like, yeah Well, I mean, it's a perfect song to do that to Yeah It was at this point when I started to get on the mic and, and demand that you twerk. Yeah. Oh, is Which that? You tried to. Yeah. Now, forever, this song will be attached to him stripping at Scarlet's, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. And I'm sorry, my glutes are so, like, powerful that I tried, they won't move even if yeah, I'm twerking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. So. <laughs> I tried to make it clap, too, and it didn't work. So... Song ends, thunderous applause. That was mission accomplished. You did it, pal. Thank you. You did it. We'll have the uh, we'll have the video probably by the end of the week. 
Did anybody else uh, come across a young lady, or actually, I guess dudes too, that uh, had never been to a gentleman's club before? There were a couple people I, I yeah. chatted when with. When I walked in, there was a couple walking in, and I believe it's Team Riz member, uh, and she was kind of hanging out outside. Uh, and very, she's like, oh, I've never been in one before. I said, well, now's the time to dip your toe in the water. Right. Because it's going to be a dude on stage. Yeah, well, and then after King Scott's done, stay. Yeah. yeah. I stay. couldn't believe how many ladies showed up for that. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. And I got a few compliments from guys, or comments from guys who were like, I've never tipped a male. And the, listen, the money <laughs> yes, the money have. was raining down. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you had, you had a couple bucks for me. Moon threw a couple bucks out there. Yeah. Jeff, out of my mouth. Yes. Team Riz members, I saw fives coming up. Yeah. Maybe some tens. I had some one stack that was 15 ones and just like folded yeah, and they threw it out. Oh, how you. much was that all together? <laughs> <laughs> now, we had talked about on Friday, what are you going to do with the money? And I think we all agreed that you keep it. Yeah. You earned it. For sure. You earned it. Yeah. You earned it. And and like every dancer would do after your song is over, after your whole set's over, you got to walk around on your... Kind of crouch down, pick it up your dollars. Hmm. Which did you think somebody else was going to come out there and do it for you? Because you were going to walk off the stage. I didn't know how I'm that like, worked. pick up your money. <laughs> in my brain, there was like someone with a broom that comes out and sweeps it up and they no. throw it in something. And yeah, then they get 9%. No, for you, you got to pick up your money. <laughs> All right. Here's your $11. He was walking off the stage. You were so relieved it was done. Oh, I was, was just like, ready to get out money. there. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, the, that stuff too. <laughs> you made some cash. I, Is that what's in the briefcase? Yeah. You want me to do the big reveal? I, hmm. I saw the stack, uh -huh. and I said it's at least hundred bucks. I mean, at least maybe hundred fifty bucks. So let's see what you got. All right, and he's got a briefcase. This your, is, uh, is this the same briefcase you uh, you have your baseball gear yes. in? Is this a let's make a deal? <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. That's a sex toy in there. Some Come on, let's, oh, there we go. Sorry. Woo! He, just wants, he uh, just wants the number. Look at this that. is two fourteen. Two hundred fourteen bucks. Right there. Look at Shrew. you. Divided by five is how much? Now you're going to have to declare that yeah. the IRS. <laughs> yeah. listening. Yeah. I meant $2.14. Uh, so. <laughs> well, good for you, pal. Yeah, you got to pay taxes here and in Illinois for that. I, yeah. I do love. I do love how afterwards, so you know, King Scott clears off the stage and he steps down, and we're all kind of hanging out there. And then we go, "Hey, let's get a picture on the stage real quick before we get out of here." And everybody goes, "Okay." And we turn around, and we go, "Up, oh, there's boobs up there. We got to go somewhere else." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes, like especially at an event like that when we're all there and it's like this big thing, you forget that you're at a strip club. I had a five minute conversation with a lady, and then it just clicked. Like in the middle of the conversation, I was like. Your boobs are out. Like yes. I am. Yeah. I was That's talking to her about great, a concert, it? like way back Point Fest, and she was like, "I haven't seen 311 in like eight years, and I can't wait to go." And mm -hmm, uh -huh. nipples. Am I supposed you're... to look you in the eyes, or what there am I supposed your, to? Your boobs are out. Tommy, the boss, <laughs> said that at one point. He's like, "This is what we're doing for a living, gentlemen. Yeah. This is what we do." Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I loved it. I had such a good time. Yeah. And then uh, from there, I don't know where you guys all went. I went. I played some softball, went, and then yeah, softball. You darts. Oh, Everybody kind of yeah, went I'm their all, separate ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we went to the uh, to the Def Leppard Journey concert, and I tell you what, for an older band, and I guess this tends to happen with a lot of the older bands. Yeah, I've noticed this. A lot of these. Would you call Def Leppard Journey nostalgia acts? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You would prompt. Prompt. I heard Def Leppard was going on at 7.30, and they were on at 7.30. Yeah, that's good. 7.30.
This whole this whole tour is a stadium tour, right? Like, uh, no, it's it's big arenas. Not, they're not all stadiums. Okay. But I mean, there had to have been 30, 35,000 people there. And 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 we got to be one hundred percent honest here. When that show was first announced, we all kind of had a little bit like, ooh, at Bush, like that's oh, going to be a tough sell. And by and the way, sold. Friday night was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Was. I mean, oh, what a gorgeous night. Uh-huh. I had a sweatshirt on. Outside, I mean, it was great. Yeah. So Def Leppard on at seven thirty, and they played it. They played a good hour and a half. They played an hour and a half. Oh yeah. Did, did Cheap Trick open? Cheap Trick opened. Okay. So they I played, missed them. So they oh, played at seven. I missed Cheap Trick. Uh, damn, damn, I was gonna damn. ask you how they were. Def Leppard played for an hour. Wow, that's hour and awesome. a half. That's great. Hour and a half. Wow. Hour and a half. Oh, and they played every hit. Huh. They played it all. You name it, they played it. That's awesome. And then Journey was on at 9.30, around there. 9.30. I love Def Leppard. I was a huge fan when I was nine years old. One of my first records I ever bought was Hysteria. And sure, those guys are, you know, those guys are in their 60s. Yeah, somebody in the chat room says they were prompt because they had to make sure they were in bed early since they're so old. I mean, they're late 50s. Look up how old Joe Elliott is. He's got to be in his late 50s. The man is 59 years old. 59. That is late. Oh, they look good. They sound great. Uh, Journey. Ha. No. Ah. Listen, I can See, tell you I why you didn't. I was told the ah. Journey was spectacular. Ah. I could tell you why you ah. don't li- why you didn't enjoy Journey all that much. Ah. I could tell you right now. Because First of all, the sound was terrible. Journey. Sound kept going. But here's why you did not enjoy Journey. Because it wasn't Steve Perry. Because you are a Steve Perry. I was told that if you turned your back to the stage, it sounded like Steve Oh, so the guy sounds great. It's a Filipino guy. Right. Yeah, he's that amazing. That now sings for Journey. The only yeah. thing I heard that, that I heard two complaints. Def Leppard should have closed. I heard two complaints. Complaint number one was that the sound quality wasn't great. Uh, it, it, there were some cutting out issues. There were some way too loud, way too soft issues. And number two, I heard that every single song, there was... Two to three solos. guitar solos. Oh, yeah. Neil Sean, yeah. like two or three guitar solos in every song. With, with an event like that, with bands that have been doing that forever, and obviously the technicians behind it are not rookies, how can one band sound so great and then the next one sound horrible? Different Whose sound fault guys. is that? I would, I would assume so do you, so you think guys. they have different sound guys? You think I would think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. oh they have their yeah. own separate guys. All right, that's and cables, for whatever reason, could get broken between there and stuff goes wrong. I guess. Just, you just I mean, they, they came bands, out to separate it. ways, which is a great song. What? Uh, see, and and I would have been so stoked because I'd have been like, all I got to hear is like two more songs and we're out of here. <laughs> because like, there's like three or four Journey songs where I'm like, yep, and all the other ones I'm like, okay, all right, here we go. See, but that's what that's the jam for I me. I was told that they were closer for a reason and that it was great. I thought you know Def Leppard was a bit more rock, you know, a bit more. But they are a bit more rock. Yeah, yeah no, I, I know. I, I know. Out of those two bands, would you say Journey's the bigger bands. band? Out of those two bands? Sure. I mean, yeah. Journey's got more mass appeal for sure. I listen, I'm a bigger Def Leppard fan than Journey. I like some Journey songs. Don't you just say you hate Journey? That's fine. I don't. I can't believe you hate Journey and I even don't. taking Journeys. <laughs> cool band And the Dodge bro. Journey. He hates that. But car. I, uh, <laughs> I wound up. Uh, Leaving, I think, after six songs, six, seven songs. I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> well, that was Riz bedtime anyway. Well, I'm they weren't even uh, through the hits yet. I'm going to hit the old... No, they played a lot of songs I knew. Yeah, but you definitely didn't see Don't Stop Believing. No, no. I think that was 
Might have been one of the encores. Well, yeah, had to have been. Ooh, boy. Sure. This is uh, on the post. It says here, uh, the last third of Journey's performance, which was marred by sound problems, yeah. time and again, the music cut out completely and then snapped back at full volume, distorting horribly before dying again. Oh, that's when I Jeez. that's when I left. It started doing that. I'm like, I'm out. It was jarring enough to send many scurrying for the exits, even while Journey played most of its anticipated material. I was a scurrier. The band carried on. They had no idea it even happened. Yeah, because they can hear. They're hearing their mind on the stage. Yeah, they're just performing. So that's a sound issue. You can't take that out on the band. I'm not fault. Yeah, I bet you the people that told me that they were spectacular probably didn't even, they were probably too drunk to realize there was any sort of a... I mean, it was noticeable. You know what I mean? They were probably just singing all the singles yeah. so loud. Oh, it was noticeable. Plus, I'd, I'd rocked out so hard to Def Leppard, I had no more rock to give. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, more rock man. to give. I'm out. It, it says that Don't Stop Believing was just riddled with it. With yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was not the only one to leave when I did. Doc, that guy's pay. It was awesome. I Ooh. even tweeted about it. What had nine arms and crushed it? Def Leppard has Damn. a song that they released Dude, in 2015. Savage. What? Love it. No, I think it's great. <laughs> what had nine arms and crushed at a Bush Stadium on, on Friday night? That's right, Def Leppard. Early on, singer Joe Elliott marveled at the side of the large crowd. Look at this place. Holy ish, he said. He says that every city. Stop he is that. a wordsmith. Stop that. Who wrote this article? Because uh, this is what it says here. As ever, still buff guitarist Phil Collins was shirtless and, ew, oiled up for the occasion. He sure was. He was shirtless from the beginning. He's 60. He's 60, and he looks, he's got the body of a of a 25-year-old. Mm-mm, right, Jeff? Wow, what's your mm-hmm. secret? <laughs> he must work out. He doesn't need he's to apologize. He's oily and, bu- and buff. Because he likes the lotion. <laughs> According to this article, there's only two Neil Sean guitar solos. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> per song. Get the f*** out of here. full solos or was he noodling and doodling? Oh, he was noodling and doodling. <laughs> the set list it was looks for legit. sure the Neil Sean show. He's earned the doodle and the noodle. What was, what was the last song that you heard <laughs> before you Go through the set list. Okay, so they came out to separate ways. Uh-huh. Only the young. Yeah. Escape. Stone in love, love and touch and squeezing, peeling. Be good to yourself, and then it says guitar solo. Uh-huh. Lights, love and touch and squeezing. Uh-huh. Piano solo. Uh, I got that. Who's crying now? Got that. Open arms. Uh, got that. La da do. So, see ya. Okay, and then uh, so you la missed. La da see ya. You missed any way you want it. I. I oh, that's the way I you was need leaving. it. <laughs> we were in the corridor. Heard any way you want it. Okay, so you missed another guitar solo. Yeah, well, any way you want it is when the, the the sound really started cutting out. Yeah, so it says any way you want it. Neil guitar solo, wheel in the sky, faithful. Yeah, okay, Damn, so I, I made it through that. most of it. Just hit it. Jeff, make sure yeah, you don't ever dude. say he earned the noodle again, please. Don't, no. oh, that's a little, <laughs> a little questionable. He earned the noodle. He earned the noodle. <laughs> mm mm mm. And then we'll get into uh, later on. I mean, we were at the uh, the IndyCar race oh, yeah. on Saturday. That what, looked huge. What an event that was. And congratulations to everybody over at Gateway. Yeah, man. What a great event. I want to I wanna know how many people were there. As far as attendance? Yeah. Okay, let me look. What a great job. I know they worked their ass off down there, and what an event. That pre-party, good stuff. That was good. Good time. Yeah, I know a few people that went and had a great time. Oh, uh, people were tailgating. I know it was hot and swampy on Saturday, but it was. Yeah, I was going to say, hats off to the crews that make oh all, these, all these shows possible. And I mean, Chris Blair and Curtis, the head muckety mucks over there. I mean, they what a great job. 
as always. And that that thing was several years in the making, right? Oh, they've already announced next year's race. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, that's cool. So, again, congrats to all those down at Gateway. All right, we got to hit the break, but before that, we got to shout out the Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Devin Denny from St. Louis. Hey! Uh, Devin has been a fan of the show since it started. He tries to go to as many events as possible. He finds it he finds it nice to have events where everyone there has at least one thing in common. Guys, love for the show. Yeah, man. And he's able to relate with all of us on some kind of some kind of level. Jeff's creepiness, Moon's open-mindedness and ability to see all sides. Yeah. <laughs> Patrico's love for food. All right. And uh, my general grumpiness. Oh, there you go. Well, thank you, Devin Denny, the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. I will get to some of your fantastic emails next. number 3146 Walker that's our temporary studio line is that now the permanent studio line are we no. getting the 969 dude number oh yeah. i'm sure we will countdown is on 3146 Walker cameras in chat room 1057thepoint.com slash riz on the socials at r-i-z-z show your emails riz show at 1057thepoint.com sex time fun facts later on Oh, just wait till the, I got a story to get it going. Ooh, a couple from Asia. I'm sorry. Oh, I, can't, I can't believe. China. I can't believe exactly that's real. Right. Oh, you can't? Oh, I can't. I believe it. Not at all. I believe it. Also, the sex toy of the week. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Rich Show, 1057thepoint.com. Uh, speaking of Asia, this is Dooley from Troy, Missouri, uh, emailing in. He says, hey, morning, fellas. Hey. Basically, his email is he is casting the Riz Show movie. Like he, if, What does that have to do with Asia? Uh, it was a joke. Because <laughs> um, Troy's really far I was, away. I was, too. <laughs> I was, kidding? too. You didn't realize. Uh, Just no. making sure you guys are paying you attention, man. No, so he, he lists out here what actors or actresses would play us in the Rizzuto Show movie. So if you guys would like to maybe bandy about who you'd want to uh, play you. I'm thinking, uh, for me, Mark Ruffalo. Oof. That's actually uh, right wow. on. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is it. good, but Dooley from Troy says. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. Don't say it. I want to be surprised. Okay. I want to see what you guys think. Mark Ruffalo's pretty good. Yeah, I, I also would say. spot on? I would also say you could probably throw in Johnny Knoxville. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right, I'll take that. Who's playing uh, Patrico? Kevin James. Over. Next. 
It's funny because the actor, not so much, kind of sort of looks like you, but has gone through a lot of what he has gone through. Oh, he said said Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yes, he made Jonah Hill's a serious actor now, so that that can't happen. I would say Josh Gad, maybe. Oh, Josh Gad. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Usually, whenever, like, this has happened before, like, I think my group of friends did this. We sat down and said, who would play everybody in a movie? And Kevin James is just like the the fit. Yeah. Uh, King Scott, let's can 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 I give you a quick order first? First of all, let's go past our show and do Donnie. Who do you think would play Donnie? Oh, so this is the whole station. Yeah, Who is the is... angriest man in Hollywood? Let's see. No. <laughs> John Bruce Malkovich. Willis. How about the nicest guy in Hollywood? Oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis Bruce could be Willis good. Be good. Jason Malkovich? Statham. John Malkovich this is not a, John yes. Malkovich. John Malkovich. That, that, this is that is better. This is not Thank at all you. from that a looks, is correct. from a look standpoint. This is not. So he's going from like uh, attitude and voice. I, I guess um, so. Oh, yeah. You gotta have the whole thing. Actors, it's all about how you look. You can act however. You can act however you want. Well, let me give and you who he says. And pretend. He says Woody Harrelson. For who? For Donnie. That's pretty good too. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Uh, for Lux, Haley Williams. I don't know who's who that. that? That's Haley Williams. That's the Paramore. She has, Paramore, among other yeah. things, she's played Lux in the Rizzuto Show movie. That's really all. Okay. Sure. Oh so yeah. Williams. Is that Great the chick from Paramore? Yeah, who's not an actress. Okay. Also, uh, I think she did a little summer stock. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a couple of indie films <laughs> on an iPhone. Uh, John Patrico is cast. Oh. Uh, who's angry and loud and yells a lot? How about Ed Harris? Kind of sort of right there. Ed Asner. Joe Pesci. Ed Harris would actually be pretty good. Uh, he Asner. has uh, Robert De Niro. Nah. I, I appreciate... The fact that you got the juices flowing here as far as who's going to play mm-hmm. who, but man, your picks are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Woody Harrelson, that's a good pick. He's, yeah. he's, he's on to something. Yeah, it's better. King Scott. Amy Adams. <laughs> Amy Adams nailed it. Good job. <laughs> Actually, no, you, it would be you know Scott what? Farkas no, you know from, from yes. Christmas Story. Have you seen a picture of him? Recently? Oh, yeah. He used to be in Titus' show. He's yeah, got red looks, hair. We look identical. It, yeah. look, it looks like your twin. You're right. Because he has red hair, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Anyone with red hair, I look identical to. Scott Farkas. Yep, it is. His real name is Zach Ward. Yep. Look up Zach Ward. Yeah, it's perfect. He says Chris Pratt. Wow, oh, I for, like him. No, he's right. That's good. <laughs> you, know, you know who I think would Obviously make... Obviously, he wasn't there Friday. You know who I think would make a, a good actor for King's God's character is Owen Wilson or mm-hmm. someone like that. Just a big uh, red wig? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, yeah, I guess we he would have to be red, but you know, I mean, like the the long hair. Well, what's that one movie where he's kind of like the goof best friend? The goof. Uh, he's he's got All like of a, them. you mean every movie? No, no, no. He's, no, goof. He's, no, he's, he literally no. has a patch that says best friend. It's uh, um, it's not it's it's not uh, not you're the man. Uh, no, that's when he's like working with kids or something. Damn it! It's it's a movie that you've seen. It's like his name. It's like a silly guy's name. Uh, what about Jeff? Who's playing Jeff? Uh, Ed Harris. No, no, no. Ed Helms. Or Helms. Sorry. Yeah, Ed Helms. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah. I know that. I could man. see that. He's a vacation, the office. He's a hangover. Hangover. Or even oh, okay. uh what's one of the Rob what's the, the taller guy from Home Alone? Um Oh, Daniel Stern? Daniel yes, Stern. Daniel Stern. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Daniel Stern, oh, dude. Okay. I could take either one of them. Daniel Stern. Got it. Even the same hairstyle. 
He says, I have my choice between Michael Keaton or Joaquin Phoenix, whoever can grow a beard yeah, He faster. is way too generous. <laughs> he is so nice. Michael, Michael Keaton is very generous, but would, would pull it off. So that's cool. He's going to win an Oscar. That's good. But Michael, Phoenix. Yeah, he is not good with this because he also suggested as a third choice, Channel 5's Rennie Knott. So I don't think. So <laughs> the chair said, Jeff, Idris Elba, done. <laughs> <laughs> what about Moon? Uh, he says here, Moon gets a choice between Brendan Urie or Jared Leto. Musical and acting talents and uh, long flowing. Uh, He's more attitude. Facial He's hair. He's doing attitude. Yeah. yeah, that's probably. If we're going on looks. Yeah, we got to go Elijah Woods with Moon. Ooh, I was yeah, Toby Maguire. That's pretty good. That's good. Toby Maguire, I could take. Why are you younging me up? He's you're, your age. You're welcome. Hello. Toby Maguire's in his in his mid thirties. Oh, he is. I thought oh, he was yeah, younger. Oh yeah, no. Just think about when Spider Man came out, the original. Yeah. Two thousand one. And I guarantee you that's on that's on voice. Moon, the movie you were talking about with Chris Pratt, you, me, and Dupree. Yeah, that's oh, it. Owen and it's Wilson. not Chris Pratt. Owen Wilson. Or Owen Wilson. That's right. Uh, what about me? Sorry. What did you say originally? Mark Ruffalo. Okay. What do you guys think? I think he nailed it. Yeah. I mean, he Mark is Ruffalo. It. Is that what he says? You're kidding. No. Nope. Wow. Wow. There you go. Not funny. Wow. And I also thought Jake Johnson, the guy from Tag and a whole bunch of those films. That's a good one, too. That's a really good one. He's from New Girl. Oh, the guy from New Girl. Yeah. Let's Be Cops. Oh, yeah. He's funny. I like him. He's a cops. Oh, yeah. Next. Kind of looks like you, too, man. Yeah. Got to get funding together for it now. He's lucky. Uh, This is is from Wendy. Oh, you know Wendy. Wendy. Uh, she's the best. You know Wendy. Scott, oh, I do. Well. I had. Yeah. She says I had planned a hashtag Riz Girls night out a few weeks ago with some of my team Riz besties uh, to celebrate my birthday. Happy birthday to you, Riz, as well. Thank so you. I saw them all at their table on the back. Uh huh. King Scott's announce uh, punishment was announced. It would be the same day. I knew it would be a great start to the night, even though Scott smoked me in the face with one of the Patricia's goodies. Yeah, so I sorry. Saw that. He was thrown from the stage. She says it was the second time I've had a tooth knocked out by a sex toy. Oh. <laughs> no, I said that. She didn't really say that. Yeah. She no, says, I feel terrible. She says that. it was a great time and see y'all at way back. I'm so, yeah, thank you again for coming out. I feel so Ooh. bad about that whole deal. Stephen says uh, John Cusack for... For Jeff Burton. Oh, That's I'd take bad. that. I love he, him. He could he could play I you. I mean, I like him. Or, or Jeff. I don't know if we have anything in common. Oh. I like him. Jimmy says, uh, Kira Knightley for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said that for Lux. But, uh, cool. Oh, I said that. Oh, that is for Lux. Okay. Uh, it'd clearly be Christian Bale for me. You clearly. Clearly, yeah. yeah. And it would Ooh. be... Uh, the guy that plays Thor for Patrico. There's a website that's it. <laughs> there's a, you're right. There's a website called <laughs> Celebs Like Me, and you upload a photo, and it tells you what celebrity looks like you. I'm downloading Jeff's picture right now. Yeah, wait, which picture? <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, this is Mike. He says, Podcast Weirdo here. My brother and I came out to King Scott's Punishment Friday yeah. and had a great time. This is our first Riz Show event, but uh, definitely won't be our last. King Scott killed it. We got to chat with him afterwards. Kind of a douche. No, it says really cool guy. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for hosting it at Scarlet's specifically. I don't get to do adult entertainment very often, but since it was a Riz Show thing, my fiance approved it. Wow. Well, you got to ask your fiance for permission to go. She loves the show too. Anyway, we're all looking forward to seeing you guys again. She we'll did. She you. was she there? I don't believe so. It's just him and his brother. He said. But so she, he had asked permission. Yeah, she checked Ooh, okay. yes on the on the request form. Okay. Apparently, Can I go. Well, thank you for letting him come out. I appreciate yeah, that. I think that happens more than you. think. No, it does happen a lot. I yeah. had a friend whose uh, wife would not let him look at Max Magazine. <laughs> and how that's the it, truth. How'd that go? They're divorced. Oh, oh you're kidding. Okay. <laughs> 
They are divorced. Because he found FHM? <laughs> he found a loophole? <laughs> it did not work out. Oh, it did not bad. work out. No, yeah. it... Uh, what are you doing, man? Man, oh can't look man. at Maxim. Hey, me and my brother are gonna go to this adult entertainment place and watch a man strip. Is it cool? <laughs> but I, I, but I, I promise when the chicks come out, I'm gonna shut I'm my gonna, eyes. Oh yeah, we're out. I'm of gonna there. shut my eyes. We are yeah. out of there. Goodbye. Cause that, cause I don't appreciate that, you guys. Uh, Patrico put your picture into the celeb like me website, and uh, Jeff Burton and uh, HUD secretary Ben Carson match up. <laughs> That's my favorite. 47% match. Was that the waist down one? Is that, which one did you upload? Maybe it was that one. Oh, first of all, that makes another suggestion, though. Paul Giamatti would make a great Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with and that. And Seth yeah. Rogen would make a great Patrico. Let's see. Let's put in. Let's Riz put me here. in. Let's see what. Brett, <laughs> director Brett Ratner. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. 60%. Yeah. All right. That, there it is. Wow. All right. 64% director Brett Ratner. Do the rest of us. Yeah, I only got to get three photos. I'll have to get your photos here. Who the hell is Bob Schneider? Bob Schneider. Yeah. I always thought you looked like him. Patrico put in uh, his picture, and Horatio. it's uh, oh Horatio Sands, Ke- Kevin Smith, <laughs> Horatio Sands, and Kevin Smith. Have I you seen Horatio Kevin Sands. Smith lately? Yeah, he lost oh, like over fifty pounds. I know, but good. what I'm saying is, they there there's a new photo of him out just standing there because he's had his six months since everything happened. The heart, his heart, his attack. head is huge now. Mm. Uh, I think his head was always huge. Yeah, he's one of those. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it kind of matches his body. Next. Uh, let's see, where are we at here? Wow. Okay, hey guys, this is Corey. I don't know if I missed it or if I'm overlooking it, but isn't there video and or at least audio of Riz doing a stand-up punishment? Let me know. I'd love oh, to hear it, it or see it. you stand-up once? Yeah, that's apparently uh, says Corey. Is that Uncensored podcast still up uh, on our uh, iTunes page? Yes. yes, it is. So my, uh, my stand-up, which was terrific, by the way, <laughs> uh, it's up there if you want to uh, search our, our iTunes page. On the old podcast, Uncentered. Oh, it's filthy. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, this is Dave saying he just got back from one of Riz's worst ever nightmares, an end-of-the-summer luau-themed potluck dinner mm. at a neighborhood pool. Oh, oh. Yeah, throw, throw water in. Yes. Okay. Yes. Throw wet, damp hands. Mm. Mm. We're talking at least 30 kids and no, all of the no. homemade dishes you can think of. He said his stomach's uh, currently still doing backflips. But here's the situation. I mean, if, if, if it's going to be a potluck at somebody's house, okay, that's, that's bad enough. Or at a school, okay. But then throw it next to a pool, mm-hmm. and then you got kids going in and out, probably reaching into the chips. Mm. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm seeing wrinkled fingertips you know reaching in about? with snotty hands. You know and, what I'm uh, talking about. So that's not even the the biggest issue here. A few of his dads were having some cocktails while cleaning up, and we started talking about coming-of-age stories, if you will. Like uh, like our show, we had a fairly diverse group uh, as far as different types of personalities. One guy said his coming-of-age was Phoebe Cates in Fast, Fast Times, when she gets out of the pool. and That's like when you stopped being a little kid and started, yeah. started being a... Like, hey, a teenager. Yeah, exactly. Aware um, of things. For our emailer, it was when he replaced his Jordan and Bo Jackson posters with Kathy Ireland posters. Coming of age. Why well, can't I'm trying to think to pinpoint it. Hmm. What would that moment be for me? When my parents put AOL on the computer. Oh yeah, it was a, it was when they put America online on the computer. Just a game changer. What's up? Yep. When I had everything at the access of tap 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 enter. We were good. Yeah, mine was mine was probably cable in the room. 
I think when I found a porno magazine in the woods. Yeah. I said, what is this? I like this. Mine's when I had to go... <laughs> Mine's when I had to go strip on a stage. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I'm completely incorrect there. Mine, oh man. And I've told this story on the air before. Mine was when my buddy showed me the naked pictures of his mom. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then shortly thereafter, she showed us her boob job. Jeez. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have told that before. Yeah. Very generous. What a <laughs> what a very generous lady she <laughs> very is. Generous I'm mother. telling you, yeah. I, w- I wish, guys, I honestly wish I could show you this. I mean, it was like a photo album. Her boobs? Okay. No, no, no. It was like a photo album <laughs> that, like, you would have, like, oh, here's, here's, you know, my little dog Ruffy from back in the day. The flip through, and it was that, but it was of sexual escapades, right. like multiple people. It's like different her own people. Shutterfly. Hey, listen, like, I'm sure if you asked her now, she'd be. Okay, what show? I'm like, oh man, I'm like, oh, there's your mom, and that's not your dad. Oh my God! Can you start an email and just say, hey, I was talking to the fellas. (laughs) (laughs) You probably don't remember me, but (laughs) it was it was shocking. I mean, truly shocking back then, because in my head I was going, this is the coolest thing ever. And then, but slow, like little blips would pop up where I was like, Mm. this is so wrong. This is not right. But I did not care Mm. because it was boobs. And then the uh, the scrambled spice channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody had yes. that. Oh, yeah. Scrambled spice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing on uh, Channel 11 or Channel 30 really late at night the Betty Hill show, and then every once in a while you'd see Oh, that was a topless chick. Yeah, yeah. you're like, whoa, whoa, yeah, Running around. Same with um, uh, Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. That British once, humor. Every once in a while I'd go, ha, ah, ah. <laughs> ha, PBS is the coolest. Next, uh, Gregory here is emailing and just uh, asked if we have a running list of the uh, songs that we play pre-anthem at the beginning of the show there. We try and tweet them out every day. Like if there's a, if there's an actual yeah. link to them online, we tweet it out. So there's not a, like a years old list, but how long ago? A couple weeks ago uh, started tweeting out? A couple I mean, months ago? A couple, couple months, months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So just follow the show. You'll see the list. Yeah, yeah. Yourself. Yeah, we try and remember every see morning to tweet one. that out for, for you. One more, Jeff. Yeah, this is Team Riz member Derek. Derek, also a hey, Team Derek. Riz member in Hawaii. Oh, hey, Derek. Listen to the podcast uh, Friday over dinner with the wife and wanted to write in to thank you guys for providing the wife and I some fun entertainment while they were sitting through the storm. Uh, Hope she, everything's all right. Yeah, they said about an hour uh, about an hour at, before they wrote this in, they were listening and t- heard you talking about Hurricane Lane and the... Uh, the cone of uncertainty. Yes, and they were the cone of uncertainty. They appreciated your efforts on that, and they had their uh, their fingers crossed about power outage, but everything was cool. The biggest thing to the me, the cone is, of uncertainty, is the cousin to the to the to the path of totality. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. The biggest takeaway on this one here from Team Riz uh, member Derek is that he wanted to say thank you to everybody, Team Riz members who reached out, all the good vibes and everything for mm-hmm. him. So that was pretty cool. Well, yeah. I'm glad everything is all right. Yeah, all good. Pass the poi. Yep, you got it. Pass all right. What is poi anyway? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It's right over here. Great. You passed it to me. Poi is like uh, is a Hawaiian thing. It's like a Hawaiian dish yeah. made it's from a, the actually, fermented root root of the taro. Oh, taro. Okay, it's like a, it was yeah, baked and pounded to a paste. Is, it, is that the thing that if you don't cook it properly, like it itches the back of your throat? There's something know. in Hawaii that if you don't cook it like thoroughly, it, it basically like scratches the back of your throat forever. Hmm. I mean, it looks I've like had, uh, taro chips before. It looks like pudding, basically. Yeah, or a I heard it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Not everything should be fermented. So, you ever have kimchi? 
Yes. No. Yeah. If you it's like done that? right, like it's it. pretty good. Yeah. That's Korean. Yeah. Kimchi pot. Kimchi. But what about Vegemite? Never had that. Oh, you know what? No, I did have it, and I didn't care for it. That's, have, a, yep. that's Australian. Yeah, they, but they put it real thin on toast. Oh, and, that's garbage, too. Well, I mean, that's the only tolerable <laughs> way, because if you do a spoonful of it, no you good. will Oh, it's bark. disgusting. Oh, I think good. I had mm. it on a really thin cracker, but there was too that. much of it on there. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we used to dare each other. And I had other. the preconceived notion of it, too. Yeah, we used to dare gross. each other to do spoonfuls of it and it just it's oh, a I mean, yeast spread yeah, yeah and it gnarly. tastes exactly like it sounds it literally says in 1919 it was created after somebody gathered all the On yeast that was dumped from breweries dude it's mm, uh okay. it's an acquired taste for sure somebody went oh cool all that gelatinous <laughs> crap that you're throwing away i want to eat I'll that take that and put that on toast <laughs> oh, yeah. you've never had it no I think that's worth bringing in. Yes. What do you got? What do you yes. got there? Some trash? I'd love to eat that. <laughs> the yeah, problem is crackers. When you yeah, don't go, have down a cracker, the, uh, toast. go down to the to the AB, see what they what they where yeah, their leftover go. yeast is yeah, going. Yeah. I'm gonna grab some of that. If you don't have a cracker or toast or something to give it some other sort of smell, if you smell it before, oh cool, then I'm definitely not trying it. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> on, hey, what's buddy. up, guys? You have any St. Louis Vegemite? Come on, buddy, for the show. Nah, I do enough. <laughs> I'll do other things for the show. Thanks. You know, I'm thinking of some of those uh, coming of age things. Man, I'm missing a whole bunch of HBO shows. Oh yeah, Taxi sure. Cab Confessions. Um, oh yeah, Real Sex. Oh my gosh, Real Sex. Yeah, uh, like Real Sex 27, 28. Yeah, yeah oh my gosh, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about. I got that very stuff. specific there with numbers. Well, I mean, there was just a Jeez. billion of them. Is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, Jeff, what do you got for us? Uh, a few celebrity <laughs> deaths to talk about. Big Bang Theory isn't the only big show going away soon. And what Pete Davidson and I also have in common. All right, we got that. We got your crappy birthdays and the porno birthday next. And your crap on celebrities. Stay there. Find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. You guys remember? You guys remember the uh, the old TV show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Oh yeah, you remember oh, that yeah. back in the day? It was kind of the prerequisite to everybody following celebrities that, uh, everywhere. Yeah. Champagne wishes and caviar yeah. dress. It, it was just like the original uh, reality show meets Cribs. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, uh, cribs, yeah. yeah. There's lifestyles. Thank you for joining us. I'm Robin Leach I'm with Robin those Leach. champagne wishes and caviar dreams. We all look forward to joining you on the next edition of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I think we used to watch this. Well, you never, ever watch this? Never. This would come on and I'd go, ah, oh, crap. Next. Hmm. Well, there won't be any more editions of the program because Robin Leach has died. 
Uh, he died on Friday. He was 76 years old, and he'd been struggling for a bit. Uh, had a stroke. He had a stroke. Yeah, he had a stroke last month. He'd been hospitalized ever since. He had a second stroke last Monday. So he went into hospice after that. So that particular program ran from 84 to 90, 95. I yeah. saw him in Vegas once, and he was. we were at a restaurant, and he was in a booth, and he had to have had 10 of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in yeah, the booth with him. Yeah, yeah. He was at an event called Drippin' and Bitches, wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> he was Drippin' and Bitches. Yeah. He's, he <laughs> <laughs> I salute you, Robin Leach. He had just been working up until about a year ago. A couple years ago, he joined a, uh, he was a columnist for Las Vegas Review Journal. So he'd still been working, but he has passed Where at the is age he of from 76. originally? Uh, it sounds to me, oh, British. He, it says British host, so he's from British. Okay. Yeah. Well, like what part? Because it's an interesting accent. Yeah, it really I don't is. Know. That he's got. Did he die with the uh, with the with the rights to the show? Because that I do not know. I feel like that's something that they they're reinventing everything else. That I think would that make could a come back. Good one if what, they that did that show. If they did oh, yeah, like yeah, with yeah, a different yeah. host and everything. I mean, like yeah. you're not talking about showing reruns. You're talking about redoing no, no, the like, show. No, a new show. Redoing that show. Yeah, cause, I think I mean, it could too. It, w- it would be like you know somebody from Dynasty would open up their house and here's how they live. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was Cribs before Cribs was Cribs. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever watch the Awe? I think it's Awe Network, A W E. I don't even know. I what that think is. that's what it is, but it's nothing but like uh, people who sell, you know, huge yachts and people who buy uh, planes and helicopters. It's, what is that? Not? It, that I think it's Awe. I'm not sure, but it's it's Aww. you know uh, this Aww. couple, <laughs> th- this couple that's looking for own, their own charter plane, or a, a couple of business guys that are looking for their own charter plane, and it's kind of the same. But it's not celebrities, so it's it's kind of the same deal. But that's a whole network. So anyway, also dying. Playwright Neil Simon died on Sunday of complications from pneumonia. He was 91 years old. You know this is? Yeah, couple. So he was the writer of that, obviously. Listen to his some of his credits. Odd Couple, Sweet Charity, The Out-of-Towners, Last of the Red Hot Lovers, The Heartbreak Kids, Sunshine Boys, Murder by Death, The Goodbye Girl, California Sweet, Seems Like Old Times, Biloxi Blues, Lost in Yonkers. I mean, it just goes on Dude, and on and Biloxi on Biloxi Blues with, uh, is it Matthew Broderick? Yeah. I mean, do one of my favorite movies of all time. I'd like you to answer when your name is called. The answer to that question is ho. Not yes, not right. Not here, not sir. Any other unacceptable form of reply except the aforementioned ho. Do I make myself clear, Jerome? Ho, yes. Ho what? Ho, nothing. You having trouble understanding me, Jerome? Ho, no. I mean, no ho, Sergeant. It's just plain ho. (laughs) Here. Eugene Morris Jerome, I think, was the character's name in that. You ever see that Bloxy Blues? Nope. When he loses his his virginity to the hooker... (laughs) One of my favorite scenes of all time. Uh, he was hospitalized just a couple of days ago. He was also suffering from kidney failure and Alzheimer's as well. Uh, one of the most, I mean, successful playwrights and writers ever in Hollywood. Also, the, the, there's audio in there of the Goodbye Girl. Do you remember this song from the movie? You got to remember this song. Uh, which, I don't know if I have that in the here. The Goodbye Girl's not in there? No. Oh, it's, it's just a song. No big deal. Uh, but there is two, there is a St. Louis Connection with Neil Simon, and there is a Riz Show connection with Neil Simon. There is? Yes. Can you name either of those? They're all. They're both kind of actually connected. You're gonna, not going to know either one. He was married for 10 years from 73 to 83 to Marsha Mason, who is from St. Louis. 
That's uh-huh. the St. Louis connection. The ratio connection is, is a long way to find out the store's closed, that uh, she went to school with and was really good friends with my mom in high school. Ah, How about that, that connection? I mean, there. I tell you what, guys. Everybody Neat. wake up. We're <laughs> moving on now. That We're was on the tip on. of my tongue. I was I about, just it. about to like, say oh, that. Oh, new Jeff's mom. Yep. I was just about to say that. Nairing's high school. So that means you're going to the, uh, the funeral, right? Yeah, I got to take a couple of days <laughs> off. Marsha and I are going to fly oh, out there. I, I'm surprised you're not in the will. <laughs> hey, we don't know. We don't know. I'll call Marsha. Uh, my 600-pound life star, Lisa Fleming, has passed away. She is. She was 50 years old. She was featured on the TLC show when she weighed 704 pounds. Wow. On the show, she lost 200 pounds after going weight loss, uh, doing uh, weight loss surgery. For the first time in years, she was actually able to stand on her own. This is one of those where they had to reinforce and uh, to get her out, and it took like seven EMTs to move her, and she had the surgery, and she was doing great. Uh, her daughter, Danielle, says her death had nothing to do with her weight or weight loss, that she was suffering for some, from something before she not, even went on there. Not weight-related? That's what she says. But then she goes on to say something, to, and I'm paraphrasing, something to the effect of uh, her body just finally gave up. Boy, I tell you what. Do you watch that show? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it's the same show every episode. Yeah. I mean, every episode is the exact same. And and I'm sorry, and and as and I hate to go as somebody who's had weight loss surgery, but like I I know what I felt like after I had the surgery, and I watch that show, and then I see three days after people go home from the hospital, they hammer home a whole pizza. Dude, I could barely eat soup for four weeks afterwards. There's always the so the before the surgery, and then they have to show like right before they go to where is it Dallas to that doctor. Yep. Uh, they gotta go. They gotta show them ordering a thousand things at a fast food place. Oh yeah, always the same thing. And they gotta like flat bed them to the to the to Dallas. Yeah, or like put them in the back of a van. Mm-hmm. It's the same episode every time. But I'm fascinated. And if you notice, it's usually like people that have very low incomes, and it's because I believe that either TLC or Doctor Now pays for the well, surgery. I mean, they, they, these people can't work. I yeah. mean, they can't leave their house. Yeah. Yeah, when I was on public assistance, writing this article, I saw uh, there was a line that said the reason why she decided to go get help finally was when she was laying in bed and she found live maggots in between the folds of her skin. Oh, I remember that episode. That was one of the episodes that, as as, I mean, a lot of times that episode makes me go, "Oh boy!" But that one actually turned my stomach. There's a few episodes that are like super sad, super sad. They're all super sad. Yeah. And comic Tim Conway, you know him from the Carol Burnett Show, Dorf. Has not passed away, but he is suffering from major dementia. Oh. His daughter, Kelly, who's 56, has filed uh, documents. Golf. I, uh, I believe that you had mentioned a while back that he was getting sick. I can't remember. I think it was when that Mary Tyler Moore did their a special. Remember, she just recently did a TV special. Oh, no, it was Carol yeah. Burnett. Or Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett. I'm yeah. sorry. And wasn't he and not he, in there? he was not there. And people mm. were like, "What the hell?" And then it came out yeah. that he was not doing well. And I guess this is the reason why. Yeah, his his uh, daughter, who's 56, has filed documents claiming that his current wife, Charlene, is quote planning to move him out of the excellent skilled nursing facility he's currently at and place him in one that won't give him 24 hour access to registered nurses, uh, to speech that. therapy, mm-hmm. uh, and he needs help swallowing here all we of go with that, that stuff. Man. So. Yeah, this yeah. Ar- this article is saying that he's unresponsive. Yeah, our do- documents uh, say that he has progressed so far that he's inter- entirely unresponsive. He's got seven kids between two women, Marianne Dalton and this Charlene. So, uh, in death, there is also life. One actor is fifty-seven years old, and according to reports, is about to become a father for the tenth time. 
57. This couple, this current couple, also have a two-year-old daughter. Yes. They got a two-year-old daughter together. There are four daughters and a son between the ages of 16 and 26 with this actor. He also has a 27-year-old son with a former girlfriend, a 29-year-old son with another former girlfriend, plus an 11-year-old daughter. Alec Baldwin? And five with an ex-wife. Oh, that sounds about right. Alec Baldwin. So this would be kid number 10 with baby mama number five. I don't think Alec Baldwin has that many kids. I think he's older. I know. I know. I know the answer. Is this the one that also has a kid with a famous person? Yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Can I, can I take a guess? Is this a real yeah. guess? That's what we're here for. It's a real guess. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Look at you! Eddie Murphy. Wow. Paige Butcher is the girl's name that he's currently possibly soaked her eggs. It's not a completely... <laughs> it's unconfirmed, but she looks like she either has he's to really the, poop or she's pregnant. So he's got a kid with uh, Mel B. Yeah. Right? One of the Spice Correct. Girls. That's the 11-year-old daughter, yeah. And uh, now, speaking of Mel B, she has now revealed that after her crazy-ass divorce from that Stephen Belafonte, she is now checking herself into rehab for alcohol and sex addiction. If you remember, during when this first started, she was like, oh, they're making me do this, and threesomes this, and videoing oh, this, like and blah, blah, blah. With the maid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm speculating, but maybe she was the one behind it. I Amer- don't know. America's Got Talent is still filming live shows. I wonder if she's going to just be off. The panel now. And it doesn't say when she's going or how long. Or if uh, it's, it might be outpatient. And it could be outpatient. Sex addict, huh? She's a good looking woman. She is, at least on that show, quite annoying. Yeah, on America's you know Got Talent? I've seen it maybe oh, yes. twice, and it almost seems like she tries too hard yep. to be annoying. Am I right? If, if, I, could, if I could mute specific she's people, she would be one that I would mute She's right over the top. She said she's uh, struggling. Uh, she can be a shine a light on the issue of pain and PTSD. Then uh, she'll do it. I uh, I saw a picture of one of the other Spice Girls that got real good looking, Sporty Spice. Look up a picture of her. Yeah, I always thought she was. She was always my favorite. She wasn't actually. my favorite, but yeah, she is now my favorite. Which one is? Uh, oh yeah, is that Emma Bunton? No, no that's, that's baby. baby. That's Spice. baby. Okay. Melanie C. That's the one I liked. Melanie C. I yeah. mean, Oof, yeah. Way definitely looks better that. than she did. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that was a recent picture I saw that I was like, damn. Yeah, I, w- I definitely wouldn't say, like, she's still, I think, bottom of the barrel of the, of the Spice <laughs> Girls. Oh, my oh, goodness, dude. Of the Spice oh, Girls. That, I mean, that's get still out of saying, here, dude. Yeah. That's still get, saying. You get out of here. If you had to rate the, the Spice Girls. Like a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> if you had to rate the Spice Girls, you would rate her, you would rate her somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, she's not last. Are you crazy? I'm Are you not going to objectify these women. Who else? <laughs> who, who who would be last in this book? In, in I'm, the, not, I'm not playing this game. Yeah, Victoria you wouldn't because you're a wuss. Not for me. Name oh, it. Yeah, me either. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know their name. I don't want to say it. I don't, the, I don't, the, I don't, the, I don't want to say it. The Jerry girl. The, the, this Jerry one? Hollowell? Hollowell. Okay, she looks great there. Listen, they all look beautiful. I'm not going to mess with great. this. I'm not going to mess with this. Come on. Second to the left is ba- bottom of the barrel spice. Is that who that is? <laughs> it's so rude. If you're putting, it's, if you're ranking is, beautiful. Is that, fine, never. I, you better, okay, listen. Moon, you better never talk about a single ranking list <laughs> all right, ever again. All right, all right, all right. You better not list okay, another thing fine, again. Okay, fine, I'll play your game. You're um, going to hurt we, somebody's feelings. I agree with you when they were younger, but not anymore. <laughs> When they were younger, yeah, she had yes, some awkwardnesses. Yes, I agree. Misses. I agree. I think she's aged well. Why don't we just okay, put it that's fine. Yeah. But 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 okay. okay, then tell me who's below her <laughs> on that group right there. <laughs> of the barrel. Who's lower? I don't who's ever want to be referred to as the bottom of the barrel of a group. You think Baby Spice and Posh are behind I think yes. Forty Spice right now? I think yeah. silly looking I'm not gorgeous. A, right I'm just not my a posh opinion. Spice yeah, I'm not a. Uh-uh. At least you're giving some sort of opinion, Jeff, and I thank you for that. 
Which one's posh? Is that Victoria? That's Victoria yeah. Beckham. Uh, she's gorgeous too. Um, They're all great looking. She's got a big head. A little thin for me. She's got a big head for that it's, body. It's like, saying, it's like saying it's the bottom of the barrel of a, of a supermodel. Still hotter than I could ever even imagine saying hello to. So mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Is that her up in the red? This? No, no, no. This, this one right here? That's, that's her that's when sporty? she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When she was she, younger, yeah, there was awkward. a lot of awkwardness going on. So, okay. I'll agree with you for that in the period. In the early 2000s. <laughs> or not, I just, when did the Spice Girls come out? 96. Like, you know, I talk yeah. about fast food, uh, bottom of the barrel, and all sorts of things. <laughs> when it's a group of women, I've just never heard of that. <laughs> if I was her, to rank the, the, the Spice Girls, <laughs> she, she would be fifth. She I think would be it was least the, attractive I think to it was me. just the phrase. The bottom of all. the barrel. <laughs> Stop it. Keep going. Uh, crazy Rich Asians, still number one at the box office, taking another $25 million. The Meg, uh, number two, $13 million. And surprisingly, that Melissa McCarthy movie, that Happy Time Murder, surprisingly actually did worse than everybody thought it was going to. <laughs> oh, no. And they said it was going to be terrible. It, it got $10 million. Number Oof. three, $10 million. Oof. Yeah, and that, uh, is it AXL or Axel, whichever one came in uh, at number nine, $2.9 million. Wow. Uh, production gar uh, on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 put on hold for the time being because Marvel, Disney, regrouping, and they're going to take some time to figure out who's going to replace James Gunn. And apparently crew members, which at this stage were kind of a small group, but they were prepping for pre-production, have been told, look for new work. This ain't going to be happening anytime soon. Look for new work. So that's crazy. They will be very careful about who they choose next because this franchise, $1.6 billion grossed so far and made. Wow, so got the whole thing on. What a disaster. Yeah, made stars out of a lot of people, Chris Pratt and all that. Uh, Big Bang Theory heading into its 12th season. It's going to be the final one. Uh, word is it's ending because Jim Parsons wanted out. Haven't heard a confirmation or a denial from Parsons. They aren't the only major show disappearing in 2019. I got 14 more of them for you. Away, huh? See if you care. Game of Thrones after eight seasons gone. I care. Homeland after eight seasons gone. I care. A series of unfortunate events after three seasons gone. You know, that was great. My kids loved that. Five That's seasons really good show. after five seasons, Gotham is gone. Never saw it. This is in 2019. Uh, Broad City. Gone after Never five. Saw. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt after Never four saw. seasons. That's a good show, too. Veep, seven seasons Never gone. Saw. Jane the Virgin, Never saw Killjoys, Never saw Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, America's Got Talent. That's oh, going away. Uh, really? See it if you're paying really? attention. <laughs> I Zombie. Uh, the Affair, all three. Oh, well, so is that true or not? No, That's it's not. not no, no. God. The Affair, Shadowhunters, Transparent, no, no, this and the final season of uh, of Transparent. Sorry, that's with without Jeffrey Tambor. Thank obviously. God, nothing from the Food Network. Right. <laughs> and guys, grocery games. <laughs> what? No, what? Uh, crabby birthdays. Aaron Paul. That's uh, Jesse on Breaking two, Bad. He's thirty nine. Sarah Chalk. Uh, uh, Dr. Reed on Scrubs, oh, also Becky the too. second Becky on Roseanne. She is 42. The rapper Mace is 43. Jimmy Pop from the Bloodhound Gang is 46. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubin, 66. Uh, Daryl Dragon. Anybody know who that is? It's besides the guy with the coolest last Sounds name ever. Like a porn Damn, name Dragon. That's the captain of Captain and Tennille. He is 76. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Many think it's the other way around, but because of his popularity when he was an old school WWF wrestler, the cartoon G.I. Joe actually made him a character in the cartoon. Sergeant Slaughter? He's the best. Sergeant Slaughter, 70 years young. How today. old is Pee Wee? Pee Wee's 66. Wow. He looks terrific. <laughs> yeah. Sure does. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Taylor Wayne. Today's birthday girl has been pounded harder than the mats underneath two sumo wrestlers oh. in 315 fine films, including The Adventures of Butt Girl and Wonder Wench, <laughs> A League of Their Moans, 
The Wild Wild Chest, Volume 3, We're Breast Friends, Assault with a Friendly Weapon, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Dumb Rubber Bitches? Oh. <laughs> Taylor Wayne, 50 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. All right, thank you, Tony. Get to sign up for Team Riz walking in the Purple Stride event over at Forest Park, walking or running, running that 5K. Sign up for Team Riz now at 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. Deadline to get that premium Team Riz t-shirt. Minimum $50 raised is uh, September the 9th. And that's always a great event. Great to see you guys out there. Join Team Riz at 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. All to benefit the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, before we get to the uh, local stories, got to talk about John McCain, who passed away at his ranch in Arizona on Saturday after a battle with brain cancer. What a life he led. 81 years old. And he, had, he announced his uh, diagnosis a little over a year ago after having surgery to remove a blood clot in his brain. He uh, returned to the Senate where he was in his sixth term, but his health kept him away from Washington since December. And he served his country to the end. I mean, it's amazing that he was able to serve this long since he, you know, almost died during the Vietnam War. He was a Navy pilot and on October, in October of uh, 1967, he was shot down. Seriously injured, captured by the North Vietnamese. He was a prisoner of war for more than five years. And during that time, he was tortured. And when he was finally released, he had a lot of physical disabilities. Like, he was never able to uh, to raise his his arms above his head. You didn't know that, Patrico? No. We were talking about this morning before. Nope. Like, I knew before he was tortured and everything, but I did not know that he was unable to raise his arms over well, his yeah, head. Well, yeah, because when he, when he was shot down, I think his arms were broken. And correctly. Oh, gotcha. So John McCain had been in Congress since 1982, served two terms in the House of Representatives, followed by six terms in the Senate beginning in 1987. He ran for president twice. In the 2000 election, he lost to uh, the Republican. He lost Republican nomination to a George W. Bush. And in 2008, he was the Republican nominee and uh, memory chose Sarah Palin as his running mate. And, of course, he lost to Barack Obama. McCain was uh, once asked how he wanted to be remembered, and he said, quote, that I made a major contribution to the defense of this nation. And John McCain and President Trump not on the best of terms. And after McCain's death, Trump tweeted, quote, my deepest sympathies and respect go out for the family of Senator John McCain. Our hearts and prayers are with you. And the, the tension between Trump and McCain was kind of mutual. John McCain reportedly asked President Trump not to be at his funeral. So former presidents uh, George W. Bush and Obama will be there. They're both expected to speak. And according to John McCain's official website, 
A memorial service will be held at Washington National Cathedral this Saturday. And after the funeral, what's going to happen to a Senate seat? Republican Arizona Governor Doug Ducey will name a replacement who will serve in the Senate until the 2020 election. When somebody else will be elected to finish the remainder of McCain's term through 2022. So where does he, and I know this is a stupid question from a guy who doesn't follow 100% of politics like you do. Where does his body go? Is it wherever the family wants or because of what he's done throughout his life? Does it, does his body go to a certain I place? I think it's where his family wants. Is where his yeah, family yeah, wants? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, wherever he wants to be buried. I'm but you sure know what I'm saying? After all his politics and all out. the military and everything, I would imagine, you know, someplace military-ish. Or maybe on or, his ranch. Or just, yeah, wherever. I don't know. But there was a, a documentary looking back at his life on HBO. It was called John McCain, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And it aired earlier this year. And uh, here he is uh, reflecting on his life. I have lived an honorable life, and I am proud of my life. I think all of us think about death, but I think more about life. There are so many days in my life that are more than coincidental, that it has made me believe that I am here for a reason. I've been tested on a number of occasions I haven't always done the right thing. And I think I understand, given my family's history and given my experiences, the important thing is not to look back and figure out all the things I should have done, and there's lots of those, but to look back with gratitude. You will never talk to anyone that is as fortunate as John McCain. So when the news of his death broke, NBC was airing a rerun of America's Got Talent and they cut away to a live report and then right back this was the weirdest transition so they're talking about, you know, John McCain's life and his death and then they they went right back to this bizarre act involving two heavy shirtless guys wearing dolphin masks did you see this? it was was the guys that were making the noise from their bellies oh my god it was the weirdest it was the weirdest transition after everything this guy did both positive and negative whatever you think of the guy this is how he's this is this uh, NBC cut back to programming. And again this evening, the breaking news, NBC News confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like a social... It's like a social commentary movie doing like a caricature of American television. Like, yeah. uh, this has been a special news report involving a very big political figure. Now, back to silly tummy noises with dolphin faces. Ah, idiocracy. It's, it's, and, and, and listen, as a fan of America's Got Talent, th- they were the second dumbest act to make it through and and unbelievable that that's how they that's I mean, but, how they came but, back from but the at the same time death. what do you what do you want them to do just I go to commercial yeah i mean that's what it could have been an opera singer you know but i mean, I mean you just, that, that just was like weird time yeah. that was like yeah. i mean that was like a scripted social commentary comedy moment uh as far as a local news goes a police officer in herculaneum this story is unbelievable so a police officer in Herculaneum pulled over a black Chevy Equinox on Friday afternoon around 1. During the stop, the Chevy took off and dragged the officer. 
Thank God the officer was not seriously hurt. He was able to get back to his squad car, and guys, the chase was on. And during the chase, the driver of the Chevy, 35-year-old Adam Easter, fired shots towards the police in pursuit. I think he had a he had a male passenger. At some point, officers detained Adam's passenger, but I'm not sure what went on there. But the uh, Jefferson County Sheriff's Department and the Herculaneum Police Department chased the car onto 55, and it ended on Alexander Drive and Festus. There was an exchange of gunfire between Adam Easter and the cops. The cops won. Adam found dead at the scene inside a garage. But they're not saying how he died, though. I don't know like if he shot himself, if the cops got him. But here's the thing. The sheriff said that he was wanted for a possible connection to another investigation from the day before. Police reports said that a black Chevy, the black Chevy in the garage, is the same black Chevy people saw on Scenic Drive with a guy inside using a puppy to lure children. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not see that update. Oh, yeah. I saw that the dude had died. I did not see that, though. Yep. Yikes. Those two cases are connected. Like Jeff said, bye. Bye. Uh, Police in Alton, Illinois, responded to a call of an active shooter at a house party. This is in the 100 block of 19th Street around 2 in the morning on Sunday. And from all, apparently it was a birthday party going on. Apparently they were... Hundreds of people there. And a lot of underage drinking. Yeah. One person killed, two others transported to a hospital for treatment for their injuries. The uh, major case squad is investigating and are asking the community to help with finding any suspects. There was a carjacking on Friday morning in the Central West End around 1 in the morning. Two people, a 36-year-old guy, 28-year-old woman, sitting in their car near Walton and McPherson, when they were approached by two youngsters up to no good. And when I say youngsters, I'm saying a 13-year-old and 15-year-old carjacked two people. They had a gun, pointed it at the two in the car, demanded their 2014 Dodge Avenger. They took the car. Cops were able to find it sitting in a parking lot at a gas station at Kings Highway in Dr. King. And the two kids drove off. Chase was on. Went through a bunch of St. Louis County municipalities. They wound up on 70 going east. Eventually, the chase ended at the Broadway exit. Both kids taken into custody without a fight. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But the two will be charged as juveniles. What's your first question? Where are the parents? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually, that's, a, that's, a, that's the question that follows. When you're out there acting like hooligans, where are your parents? One o'clock in the morning on a Friday, a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old. Do you not think the parents should be held accountable? Absolutely. Absolutely they should. And the parents should be locked up too. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't on a school night. You know, it's not like they have Oh, no, it was a school night. It was Friday night? One in the morning on Friday? Oh, on Friday. Got you. Okay, the other way Thursday into Friday. Thursday into Friday. Backwards, yeah. So they probably, you know what? They're probably behind in school now. Uh huh. They're gonna miss a couple days. Homework's gonna get behind on their work. Homework's gonna be late. (laughs) Gonna drop off the honor roll. Do you not think the parents should be held accountable? One hundred percent. Oh yeah, they should be. I uh, I I mean, unless it's uh, 
I mean, what if what if it and and you probably snuck out of your house when you were in high school to carjack somebody? Nah, Not never to happened. carjack, but I mean, like you went to bed. I remember in the summer there were times where it was go to bed, and I would go to bed, and then when they would go to sleep, I would sneak out and we would go TP somebody's house and then come home and go to bed. Now I know carjacking is much different than teeping, but my parents were unaware that I was out. Well, I'll tell you what, there was a kid, and I just looked him up uh, as as an adult here on the Facebooks. There's a kid that I went to middle school. Cause Thirteen is still middle school, right? That's like eighth grade. Yeah, my yeah, son is grade, nine, and he so. Yeah, so eighth grade, maybe. There, there was an eighth grade kid at my school that carjacked somebody. I don't think there was a gun involved, but uh, which obviously is uh, there's a difference there. But uh, still, he carjacked somebody. And the kid was 13, so my I think he was back are, in school a couple months later. My feelings are that this is not the first time these kids have been oh, in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not saying that the parents should not be held accountable. I'm not saying that. My, my thought is, is, what if they just didn't know? You don't know your kid's getting in trouble like this? You don't know if your kid is that bad? My parents had no idea that we were sneaking out TPing. Yeah, but, t- that's, but TPing is way different than carjacking. It takes the same amount of time, Riz, is what I'm saying. Like, I mean... Me sneaking out and... But it's like you're comparing whether, whether, apples and oranges. No, it's not. It's me sneaking out. My parents have no idea what I'm doing. So they didn't know if I was out TPing, if I was out buying drugs, if I was out murdering somebody. They had no idea. They didn't even know I was gone. They thought I was in my room sleeping. Okay, but... Yeah, but he's saying the parents of somebody that's TPing should be judged a little... Uh, I, I agree I agree with that. But I'm carjacking with a gun. There's a lot of questions. Where'd they get the gun from? On a Friday night... Friday morning? How'd they get a driver's license? Because they're out driving around. I don't think they had one, (laughs) Jeff. I don't think so. How are you going to jack a car without a license? Right. Yeah, you got to be. If you were caught, listen, if you were caught sneaking out, TPing a house, chances are the cops will bring you back home and turn you over to your parents, who will then dish out the discipline. This is way different than that. Uh, Three firefighters from the St. Louis Fire Department were hurt after battling a fire at the abandoned Cleveland High School building in South City. And the firefighters got there at 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon to put the fire out. Think about how hot it was on Saturday. And you got those firefighters with all that gear on. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. still a functioning high school? Cleveland no, it's abandoned. High... Okay. Oh, you said abandoned, sorry. So you got these firefighters with all that gear on. Running in the heat. I mean, the, the fire was on the first floor, but it took three hours to put this thing out. Two firefighters suffered heat exhaustion. Wow. And another one was burned. And two wound up in the hospital. I'm not sure which ones. But uh, investigators are trying to figure out how the fire started. I don't know if you was. Uh, did you mention this in, uh, in traffic today? But uh, starting today, the MLK Bridge is closed and will be for the year. No, I did not uh, mention it. It's, it's not on the report yet. It is closed for the year. MLK Bridge, you need to find another way. When do, when did it close? Today. Like, I'm it talking will be about... closed for 365 days. So, so MLK is no longer the way to go, correct? That's like MLK is not the night. way. Crews will be uh, making some major repairs to the ramps and uh, bridge approaches. I think it's actually IDOT's project. But the Illinois Department of Transportation, they're telling people to allow plenty of time, especially in the morning and evening commutes, Use the uh, Stan Musial, use the Poplar, use the Jefferson Barracks Bridge, use a CMT. Our app's better update, I'll tell you what. What do you mean, Waze? Yeah, the Waze. Uh, Waze or, is usually good. Or the Google Map or whatever, could, it is, whatever you're you, using. I couldn't tell you the last time I was on the MLK. 
I I could tell you one when I accidentally went on the MLK. <laughs> okay, there you go. Now you don't have to worry about that anymore, Riz. You know, we've all come in from Illinois, and it gets confusing right there when yeah. it splits off in like four different ways. Uh-huh. It's a good way to get across when you're over on the, on the landing side of, yeah. of the riverfront area. Right by uh, Lumiere. Great. And I've, I've accidentally stayed too far right and gone, mm-hmm. okay, I'm now downtown. Yep. Okay. Well, just look around. Where's, uh, where's 40? I'm downtown. <laughs> this is not the way. This is a $36 million project, and it'll be done in the fall of 2019. And now, guys, back to smoking in St. Charles County. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. People in St. Charles County will not be voting on a proposed smoking ban. Will not be. St. Charles County Election Authority Director Rich Krismer blocked the measure, which proposed banning smoking in all public places. He said that, yes, the proposal did get enough signatures, but he said that this law, that if it's going to be on the ballot, needs to be clearly defined. And I agree with that. Remember, because there There's was a lot two of gray different, area. There were two different things. It was either A, completely banned, or B, like banned. What was it banned for somebody that had like 60% of sales? Or There was two different options well, that were ones, different. Well, you know, it's going to be an exemption language. for the casino. Yeah. And- there was bars that wanted to be just menthol cigarettes only. Mm, that's it. it just got way You're too confusing. You're only allowed to smoke cools. Yeah. <laughs> Give me cools. a pack of what I is. On uh... <laughs> Cools and Winstons? Yeah. Very brand specific. That's it. <clears throat> so the group that led the proposal is, uh, is uh, I think called Show Me, uh, Show Me Smoke Free. Mm. Is, uh, they're considering a, a challenge to that decision. Boy, I tell you what, that is something that's just not going away anytime soon. Is it that particular issue? Mm. Are cool still around? Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, I mean, you know, you see, unfortunately, you see litter, you see boxes, you see cigarette packs. I have a friend, that's that's what he smokes. I don't think I've seen cool since the 80s. That's what my dad, that's what he smokes. My dad smoked Cool Kings. And he's he's my age. Is it still like the uh, the, the blue, the very like, I'm in the Gulf of Mexico kind of coloring? It's a green, it's green. He smokes the menthols. Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just going back to the Adam Easter story, I know Moon just pointed this out that uh grant bissell who's a uh, reporter over at ksdk he just uh, he just tweeted out he said careful fellas police never said adam easter was the guy wanted they just said the vehicle was wanted ah the guy described as the sexual predator was described as in his 50s he and listen he would know better than us as as a reporter but uh it was it was pretty unclear when i read it this morning it made it seem like he was right I think I saw this on, on KMOV's website. Take a look at KMOV's website. The way I read it was, um, the sheriff said he was wanted for a possible connection to another investigation. And this, this is the guy that got into the chase. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, with what, the cops in Herculaneum. What he is saying is the police were saying that that vehicle. The vehicle that he was in. Yeah. But why the chase? Why why run and shoot at the cops? I'm trying to look here. Hey, thanks for the update, G Bissell. You know, having our back. Yeah, listen. I, of thanks, course, Grant. I want to get. The, I, of course, I want to get the story right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's 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 it must have been buried here. Yeah, look at the end of that article they have. I'm not finding. Yeah, it. we'll get it over the break. 
But either way, this guy was shooting at cops. Yeah. Like during a chase. And a possible connection to this other kind of creepy, luring kids with a puppy story. Yeah. Oh, it says here that the Jefferson County Sheriff uh, released this statement. We believe that we're looking, what we're looking at is an individual who, yes, made contact with children, but not for the purpose of initially thought, apparently attempting to locate someone who lived in that particular neighborhood. Okay. Police reports suggest the black Chevy in the garage is the same witnesses, uh, is the same that witnesses saw on Scenic Drive. Right. Yeah. So they're not saying it's him? No, they're not saying it's him. They're saying that it's this. It's a similar car. The black Chevy in the garage is the same witnesses saw on Scenic Drive wow. with a man inside using puppies to allure children. Boy, but I wonder why he was running from the cops, though. Wow. All right, that is the uh, local stuff. We'll get into uh, some of the national stories next, including that horrible story out of Jacksonville at the, uh, so sad, the Madden man. football tournament. Jeez. Chandra Sekar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Well, people are tweeting us about what's going on at the uh, the Boeing Defense Facility, which I'm not really clear. Okay, so what I'm reading here is there are some activists, two of them, inside a school bus blocking the entrance to the Boeing Defense Facility in St. Charles County. So people can't get in. And they're protesting, I guess, uh, some, like, weapon exchange thing with Syria. Yeah, it says, uh, a release sent to the news stated that the action was taken to show solidarity with the people of Yemen. Somebody's under a bus? Yeah, they're, like, sitting by the tire. So, like, even if they got brought in a tow truck to tow the bus oh, away. okay. They'd have to somebody... roll over them. Yeah. I'm just reading that uh, a tactile unit just arrived. So yesterday, I mean, this was how horrifying is it? I'm not going to play the audio. It's it's readily available. Yeah, thank you for not. It's doing readily that. available online if you want to hear it. It's very disturbing because there was a Twitch uh, stream going on when this happened. But a 24 year old gunman opened fire at an online video game tournament at uh, a Jacksonville, Florida mall yesterday. Two people were killed, nine others wounded. And the gunman shot and killed himself. Coward. Initial reports were it was like 12 people shot, Mm -hmm. four people dead. The gunman is identified as David Katz, who was from Baltimore, and he was taking part at the NFL 19 tournament. He was a 2017 championship winner at the event. Yeah. Oh. It was reported that this David Katz guy had been playing in the tournament yesterday and had lost, and he was uh, known as Bread. 
B-R-E-A-D, bred in the online gaming community. He snapped and began targeting his rivals after being defeated. Oh, my God. And 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 I don't know if it's got the details in here. Did you see, is, is the photo going around with the laser? Is that real? From what I'm seeing, it's, from what I'm seeing around, it's real. I looked, I, I couldn't see it. Oh, you can't. I, here, I could show you right now. Put up on the screen. Remember, these guys are right on. there. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is. Uh, right there. So, as I mentioned, the tournament was being live streamed, and an online video showed two players right before the shooting started. With and I guess that that is the red dot. Red dot appears to be a laser pointer. Seen on the chest of one of them right before the shots were heard. Is it? Did this guy die? Yeah, I think so. Oh, dear Christ. Uh, and, and I'm not going to play the audio, but you can hear screaming and the screen just goes blank. And FBI agents searched uh, this guy's home in Baltimore, and I don't know what they found. Apparently, in some online rantings, he was like, uh, you know, talking about some of these other mass shooters. Again, like more, just more, si- just some sick stuff. More red flags. More, more. Here's, you know, signs of things to come. Here's one of the survivors talking about it. Um, this happened so quick. Like we just seen the gun. I guess he had a laser on the gun, and he shot true, and uh, everybody just started running, and I took down. And um, I went towards the restroom. And as I was going in the restroom, I stayed in there. And I just heard there was just so many gunshots, at least 20 of them. Everyone was just running and everybody was just dropping because they were getting shot. Yeah, and the video, uh, the audio, you could hear you could hear at least 12 gunshots. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrible. So I'm sure more will be coming out about that. Yeah, it says here that they, as far as what you said, going to his house and looking at that, all it really says is it was an upscale Townhome, upscale townhouse home. So, there's actually video of this guy being interviewed back in 2017 when he was this champion, and he's got like dead eyes. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he, I mean, he, and I know it, it. It this is this is tough to say because you know they are, and that's why you see the photos. But when you see the photo and it says, "Here's the photo of the mass shooter," you go, "I could see it." Yeah. You know who he looks like? He looks like that Dylan Roof guy. Which one was he? Yeah. He was another mass shooter. Dylan Roof was the uh, Newtown shooter. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he uh, Dylan Roof guy has a way more menacing look, in my opinion, than this other dude. You know, and, and that's the, of course, retroactively, we're going to look at it and go, oh, yeah, I can see it. You can tell he's a killer. No. That, that guy was crazy from the get-go. But give me a break. There's a thousand... There's a thousand people per city that are, are awkward enough looking make, that if something happens. And make happened, stupid rantings online about. But I could tell I could play for 15 minutes today and tell you people that are suspected future uh, mass coming, uh, you know, based on things that they're telling you over video games. Dylan Roof is the Charleston shooting at the church. Oh, you're right, Adam, Adam Lanza. Lanza. Adam Lanza was a new town. Which, by the way, they look similar too. The Dylan Roof guy looks like a. Movie villain. I mean, he's a bad Yeah, that's right. Dylan dude. Roof was Charleston. All right, so uh, some bad news and some good news. Bad news? A new study found alcohol is terrible for you. Great. Like even just a little bit. 
Yeah, I think we've all been kidding ourselves uh, <laughs> with those like, see, two glasses of red wine are good for you. And but the good news is we may need to keep drinking anyway for the sake of the human race. Because a lot less of us would procreate. Some researchers at the University of Washington found that alcohol is truly awful for us, like, and killing millions of people a year. They found the chemicals in alcohol and the effects they have on us are deadlier than we ever realized. And if you've heard that having a glass of wine a day is healthy, yeah, the, the downside outweighs the, the potential benefits. So the researchers say there's really no healthy amount of alcohol you could drink. And the only way to get away from its evil effects is to cut yourself off completely. That being said, an evolutionary psychologist in England just came out with a very different take. Booze is the key to, uh, to survival of the human race. He says that throughout human history, alcohol has been the key to our social lives. Is an Englishman? It, yeah, it lowers inhibitions. <laughs> it's fun. Helps people bond. Mm -hmm. And our social abilities are a big part of why we evolved and became the most advanced species. So in conclusion, keep drinking for all the sake of humanity. <laughs> it's not good for our body. It's good for our friendship. Even if it makes you a martyr. Damn it, I'm doing it for the future. <laughs> I agree. Do you do you agree? For social reasons, keep drinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like food; it brings us all together. Yeah, it really does. I enjoy drinking with you. The social aspects, you know, are there. Uh-huh. It is kind of sad that we're all dependent on alcohol to get together <laughs> and to do fun things. Can we not do fun things without alcohol? Nope. Oh, I do a lot of fun things without alcohol. I can. <laughs> you are a lot of fun, man. For a guy that used to come out and uh, eh, not as fun anymore. You don't think so? No, I kidding. think he's uh, like transition wise. I don't think any of well, us good knew thing what you started to smoking crack because yeah. that's, <laughs> maybe that's lots of math, man. <laughs> I think you've been so much fun, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. I I told myself I could take this one of two ways. I can either be you know a sad sack who sits there and goes, "I'm not drinking." I come at home, or I can go, "You act like an idiot already." So alcohol yeah. just got you there quicker. Let's just yeah. just do it. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. All right, well, how about this? What's the key to a satisfying life? I mean, for you, it's not alcohol, obviously. No. A loving family, a great friends, maybe a dog, and curling up in, in bed or on the bench to read a good book? Nope. It's money. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is money. A new study looked at lottery winners and found that they were uh, more satisfied with the rest of their lives than, than the rest of us, so... Been saying that for a long time. Yes, money is the key to happiness. Mm -hmm. yep. And the bigger the jackpot, the happier they were, even decades after they won. And the researchers say their study bucks the, quote, widespread misinterpretation that winning the lottery often makes people miserable. I would take my chances, as I think everybody would. They say those studies used outdated methods, and didn't test for the right things. Hmm. Um, GHB, this is the final story I'll do for news. GHB is the is the date rape drunk, right? Believe GHB? So, yeah. Yes. I think. There is a 29-year-old uh, guy in the Netherlands who, uh, who GHB'd himself, and he started hard-boiling eggs. Okay. And then he took 15 of those eggs 
and put them somewhere where they really shouldn't go. Oh, no. no in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> in the freezer. Ah. Down the drain. Ah. Um, and like a, like a meatloaf? In a vegan ah. meal. Ah, here's how it's described. And I'm not sure how this, this worked, to be honest with you, but... Uh, when the eggs were ready, he he peeled them and in, inserted them into his um, uh, air air cooker. Into his, into the with the around okay. Oh yeah, home please, UPS guy. Just leave the package in the back. Uh-huh. And when he started feeling unwell, yeah, you think he took himself to the hospital, and he was. When he got there, and the doctor suspected abdominal sepsis and did a CAT scan, which showed a perforation of the pelvic colon and giant amounts of air and fluids in his abdominal cavity. Did it basically act as a stopper? It tore him. Oh my! The doctor's the sepsis. Sepsis. The doctors had to do a surgical procedure where they cut through his abdominal wall to get access to the abdominal cavity where they removed the eggs and rinsed them out. And the eggs caused a giant rupture of the gastrointestinal wall, which had to be sewn up. Luckily, luckily it's going to be all right. Wow. But 15 think, eggs, huh? I was going to say, do you think when he tooted, it smelled like deviled eggs? Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> people are like, God, it smells like deviled eggs in oh, here. Oh, boy. Man, you are it's tore up. Oh, now, was he counting one, <laughs> two, <laughs> three, Oh, what was it, seven? Fifteen's uh, my limit. Fifteen's <laughs> Can I get 16 in? No. <laughs> you know, right before he texted his buddy, right before he went to the hospital, he texted his buddy, he goes, 15, I 15, told you. Yeah. <laughs> told 15 you. and then told three you. dots, and then he just stayed three dots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV. And here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals ended their West Coast road trip with a bang yesterday, winning 12-3 against the Rockies in Colorado. Matt Carpenter tied an MLB record, hitting four doubles in the game. Woo. With the win, the Cardinals wrap up their road trip with a 5-1 and one record. Currently sit on top of the NL wildcard standings, four games behind the Cubs. Their next game is tomorrow at Bush against the Pirates. First pitch, 7-15. Jack Flaherty gets a start. As the weeks in the MLB season kind of come to an end, so do the number of teams that are hunting for playoff spots. Now is the time where you could say, you're out, you're out, you're out, you're in. Now we're starting to pay attention, huh? Yeah, so while the scene is mostly set in the American League, it looks like the Red Sox, the Indians, Yankees, all but guaranteed spots. That cannot be the same, uh, said the same for the NL. The Cubs right now lead the NL Central by four games. We just mentioned that. Braves create a little bit of separation over the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. They keep both the Rockies and Dodgers from taking their first place spot. Wild card is where it's nuts. Now, remember, there's that one game playoff for the wild card spot on Tuesday, October 2nd. If the season ended today, the Cubs and Red Sox would hold those top spots, which means the Cardinals and Cubs could face off in the NLDS for a rematch of the 2015 season. So... 
Let's Pretty get in there. first, but yeah. hey, man. Yeah, some really cool, really cool scenarios. Man, and I hate that, that. What you say, one game playoff? Yeah. Oh, I hate the one that. game wild card playoff? I like I it. Hate Where that. Is it exciting? Four behind the Cubs? Yes. Oh. And and it's, all this, 1,052 games. Yep. Yeah. And it comes down to one game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, baseball, somebody can have a bad day. Sure. You, you know what's awesome is that there is a, a, and they're saying, again, a lot of things have to happen, but the last series of the year is Cards Cubs. Mmm. So like that cool. could mean and they some do those on you stuff. know they do those on purpose you know right. those division games mm-hmm. yeah. yeah at the end of the season to make it exciting yeah every game is exciting now yeah sure every is. game means something mm-hmm. because of the way the Cardinals were so awful at the beginning of the year at the beginning of the year and now it's 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 been such a comeback and this Tyler O'Neill who hit a home that's run a hot take <laughs> my yeah. gosh. I think he could hit one out with that big red wiffle ball bat. Yeah, Tyler Broneal is just killing huge, it. Huge, man. Uh, so, Toronto Blue Jays designated hitter, Kendris Morales. He hit a home run for the seventh straight game yesterday, making him the only the seventh player in Major League history to do that. Uh, he joins uh, Ken Johnny Gr- Baseball, huh? Well, yeah, I was going to say, he joins Ken Griffey Jr., Dale Long, Don Mattingly, four other players. Those three I just mentioned hit it in eight straight games. So. Don, uh, Don Mattingly. Don right, Mattingly, straight, Ken Griffey Jr., that. and Dale Long. Yep. Back in the 80s. Uh, an American team from Honolulu beat South Korea 3 to nothing on Sunday to win the Little League World Series. It's the first shutout in a title game since 2002. Veteran wide receiver Eric Decker, who signed a one-year contract with the Patriots on August 3rd, has announced his retirement from the game. Didn't they cut him? Uh, it was pretty much. I don't know if they cut him or if I think they cut him. Yeah, he, it was. It was on. It was. It was on the verge of happening. He had terrible hands. I think he was actually still on the roster this weekend. But uh, I mean, he played for the Broncos, the Jets, the Titans, and then kind of right at the end there. But he ends his career with 439 receptions, 53 touchdowns. Hey, don't forget, we're going to do the ratio pick 'em challenge once again this yep. year. Get signed up. Reactivate your account if you had one from last season. Yeah, I just 1057thepoint.com slash picks. You do it yet, Jeff? No, not yet. Come on, man. Do when does this crap start? <laughs> when is this when does the football season start? Next week? Next week. Is it, so like this coming Sunday? No, 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 fo- no, no. I think it's, it's the fo- I think it's a week from Thursday. Oh, so this starts on a Thursday. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. 1057thepoint.com slash picks. I did it in anticipation today. for my win because I'm gonna clobber everybody this right. year. Every year. Who won last year? I did. I don't think you did. No, I don't think you did. I think Donnie did. Out of the uh, four. Don, Don, Donnie did. Donnie. I, thought, I thought it went Donnie, me, Jeff, Riz, Moon. Maybe. No, I don't know. I wasn't last. I don't know. That mascot. Donnie was dominant. That yeah, mascot. He, he was that, like fifth for a while. Like, my out of everybody. Whole, my whole picking strategy of mascot that beats up the other mascot yeah. is a winner. Well, well, you didn't win apparently not year. if you didn't, didn't win. Listen, I think I won. All <laughs> uh, right. You didn't. I'm the, winning this year. Uh, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Gateway went down this weekend. Massive success. Will Power took home the checkered flag during a very exciting finish. Friend of the Riz Show, Graham Rahal, finished 10th. Currently, Scott Dixon leads the overall standings. Yeah, for him. Rahal is in 7th. Did you say that guy's name is Will Power? Yes. yes. Will Power. That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Destined. Uh, destined to be he's a race destined car to have self control. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, congratulations to uh, all our friends down at Gateway Motorsports Park. Mm-hmm. What a great, great weekend of racing. I know you all worked your asses off, and, and it really showed. And I think they announced uh, the race for next year already. Yeah. Which is, do you know? I do not know the date. I do not have the it's date. It's in now. August, I think, around the same weekend. Gotcha. In 2019. 
Uh, and that's for next year, too. The icebreaker event happened down at Ballpark Village yesterday where many of the new Blues, including Pat Maroon and Ryan O'Reilly, were introduced. Also, they debuted the third jersey, which is the Heritage jersey, which is the Winter Classic jersey returning. It's uh, got a few modifications. And, of course, instead of Reebok, it's now Adidas. And uh, you can purchase those. If you want to see a picture, we'll put it up on the blog. And finally here, speaking of racing, this story is wild. A guy named Connor Daly, uh, he's, he's basically suffering because of what his dad said back in the 80s there was a live radio interview where his dad had used a racial slur back in the early 80s now connor wasn't even born until 1991 but this has now surfaced and on friday lily diabetes pulled its sponsor decals from connor daly's number six nascar car saying that it was it didn't want the distraction from Is their that not cause unbelievable damn it dad it's crazy so the the the, the sins of the father yeah Affects the sun. Here's the full statement. Our sponsorship in Saturday's race Ridiculous. is intended to raise awareness of treatment options and resources for people living with diabetes. Unfortunately, the comments that surfaced this week by Derek Daly distract from this focus. So we now have made the decision that li- that Lily Diabetes will no longer run the number six at Road America. By the weekend. way, the sun has diabetes. That's ridiculous. Wow. Get and the, the, the son's taking the high road, though. He said, you know, I want to just say that this has been a crazy 24 hours. Oh, this There's a lot I want to say, eight. but Lily Diabetes has been a big part of my career, and I'm very thankful. Yeah, he's not stupid. Yeah, They'll crazy. be back in six They'll months. They'll be back, and they're getting a lot yeah. of heat. Yeah. yeah. But, man. And and you know what? I, I read into it, and, and I'm not excusing what the father said. The father's from Ireland, mm-hmm. and it was like a turn of phrase that I guess is popular in Europe. Okay. That he thought was acceptable here in the United States. And it's not. And it was like a flippant comment. Ah, oh, man. In the 70s. In the 80s, yeah. In the 80s. The early 80s. Yeah. It was It was done like 11 years before this kid was even born. Before he was even born. So yeah. not him from a, di- a guy that's not him from a different country lost his sponsorship. Yeah. From 1980 something. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Insane. Where we're living. Whoa, I'm Patrico, whoa. that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. It's 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 all common sense has been thrown out the window yep. in 2018. Yep. Because you don't want to off- people are so scared. People are so scared of being called out for something that all common sense is now out the window. All right, sexy time fun facts after the break. It's 8:40 and I got an unbelievable story about a couple in in China who have had some issues conceiving. And I'll tell you why. First, another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. I love this job more than I love taffy. And I'm a man who enjoys his taffy. stage. I mean, he's like the resident expert. On uh, King Scott in here. Where is he? Come on in, Scott. Drop what you're doing. Oh. What? Are you looking at the sex toy? (laughs) Page one too far. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Scott. Hey, hey, hey. Hot off the heels of his uh, triumphant strip show at Scarlet's Cabaret (laughs) on on Friday. Good stuff. Thank you. 
So, I, you know, so we know you've never had sex before, but you know how to do it, right? Yeah, you poke her belly button uh, with your finger. Uh, that's not it. You know where babies come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, other, now that babies are... Other people? <laughs> well, now that babies are us, has closed down. You know that don't come from that, right? Uh, yeah, I have no clue now. <laughs> or the cabbage patch? Oh, boy. I can <laughs> only imagine what this couple's first conversation sounded like after they got this news. So there is a married couple from uh, southwest China, and they've been having... Some problems conceiving. They've been trying to have a baby for the past four years, but they just cannot conceive. The woman just went to a gynecologist. Finally. This is not a true story. There's no way. Yes, it is. It is. This is a true story. This is 100% a true story and ridiculous. It is is ridiculous. But it goes to show you the importance of education. So the woman just went to a gynecologist... Finally, to ask for help. And when she admitted that sex was, quote, unusually painful, the doctor decided to do an exam. And it became clear why she hadn't gotten knocked up. <laughs> they were having sex the wrong way. Oh, also explains why she's been walking funny. For and I think you guess which way they were having it based on how painful it was for this poor woman. Wow. <laughs> Based on it, it looked like she was riding an invisible horse when she walked in. <laughs> Yikes. Her word, first words oh. to the husband had to be, you son of a bitch. Yeah, what if he was fooling her the yeah. whole time? Yeah, gotcha. Like, oh, gee, I didn't know. <laughs> and he's probably like, well, maybe now we can try it more than once a month. Yeah. <laughs> The doctor said, quote, the couple were very young, the man 26 and the woman 24. So That's not very young. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to say that. the same thing. Apparently, neither of them realized that that was not the correct uh, path to having a baby. Yeah. At 24 or 26, if somebody told you this is how you do it, you would know, no, that's not it. <laughs> not these people. I just can't get over not it. right here. I just can't get over thinking about what Boone said. This dude, this dude right now, they're sitting at the doctor's office, and he goes, the doctor goes, you do know that you're doing this incorrectly. He's going, shut up. Shut up. You this for me. Shut up. Yikes. Man, that's remarkable. <sighs> so JC knows, Scott, it, it, it goes there, not Just there, so you know, there's no, there. there's no such thing as okay. a bad question. If you're not uh-huh. sure, ask, ask the question. Ask. Did you say a back question? When you go back into your, your little room, just take my phone. You'll figure everything out. Yes. This, is, this is the same couple that asks, is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? <laughs> well, you know what we'll do, Scott? We'll, uh, we'll give you some index cards, and if you need, if you have any questions, you could write down your question anonymously and give it to Jeff. What's the answer to that question, by the way, Patrico? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think it's a yes. Stay tuned. I think it's a true. It just goes to show you how important education is. You'd think... That tons of women would want to go out with a genius. But no. It turns out they'd prefer someone who might, how do I put this, be a better fit for Wheel of Fortune than Jeopardy. I totally understand that. Don't you? I know exactly what you're saying. According to a new study, there's such a thing as being too smart to date. And the researchers found that women preferred guys who were in the 90th percentile of intelligence, not the 99th. Why? It's because they believed guys who were geniuses were too high maintenance 
and they weren't they were not good in social situations. Yep. I, I listen. I completely agree with you because there was a guy that I went to to high school with who was very very bright, National Honor Society, you know, top ten percentile of 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 grades and all that stuff, and he was awesome, and he was one of the nicest dudes I've ever uh, met. Just socially awkward. No, 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 no. And he no, he was up there, but he wasn't the top. The guys that were the top were the guys that were completely, super, incredibly intelligent. But when you would talk to them, you'd go, I feel weird. Yeah, because those kind of people who who think that way, that are geniuses, they ain't got no time for social stuff. They're solving the world's problems. Yeah, like this guy, we could sit and we could talk about, you know, all, all the dumb stuff and the, and the fun stuff. And he'd carry on a conversation and very sociable. The other guys, it would be like all business all the time. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there is such a thing as too smart to date. Now, if you're wondering if there's also such a thing as too handsome, uh, nope. Yep, there is. Women right are here. totally cool with dating somebody <laughs> in the 99th percentile there. Yeah, I had to turn down my like 99th percentile thing and just go on the handsome thing and pretend <laughs> I'm not a genius solving things. And when you flip it to what men are looking for, uh, they just want someone who maxes out every category. So there's no such thing as too smart or too attractive. Right, yeah. We are really savages. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. <laughs> not picky. Not picky at all. Well, the funny thing is you say not picky, but you're still talking about the 90th percentile. We're talking one out of ten guys. Yeah, 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 but. Even have a shot. I dated a girl who was very bright and who was, like, on this spectrum, like, very, very intelligent, probably 99th percentile. And I remember sitting there when we went out to to eat, we were having conversations, and she would bring something up, and it would just go, (laughs) crash and burn. And then I'd be like, yeah, so, um. Wrestling and and I'm like oh my god this is the worst I'm like this is not working out. I uh, I dated a dunce, a dunce. Yeah oh yeah. <laughs> so you were probably in the 99th percentile for her. Uh-huh. It's like this Scott guy. Mm-hmm. What a genius Man, this so guy. Smart. So Holy what the cow. Heck. Yeah, I'm gonna make up anything. He's like ah, ah, so smart. <laughs> such a grasp of the English language. He talks in full sentences. <laughs> you heard about those people that have like 200 IQs and they're not. They're not the physicists and the uh, mathematicians that you hear of. They're like kind of recluse folks that just want to sit in Nebraska, you know, and just kind of be left alone. Why because, because of the oh, well, I, Honestly, I think uh, there was like a Cost famous. No, no, I think there was a famous guy that lives in Nebraska or something that's like supposed supposed to be one of the top five smartest people in the world, and he just wants to be left alone. It's just him and his wife, and he Sounds just does. Sounds smart. Sounds smart. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I played softball with a guy, softball with a guy that was actually in in like he would had something to do with Mensa. I don't know exactly what it was. I think he was a chiropractor, and I remember sitting on a plane going to Vegas with him and everybody else. It's not like we had a weekend together, and uh, sitting there reading a Mensa book the entire time. Everybody else is boozing and having a good time. He's sitting over in the corner with a Mensa. Yeah, there's a Mensa meeting. What do they serve there? Is there a punch and pie? Yeah, eclairs, cookies. <laughs> Those little pizza things, you know, on the the, the rye smart bread. choice microwave, yeah. the rye bread, you know, with the oh yeah, yeah. sausage on them. And, the- and you're not sure if it's hard or if it's a uh, right until it, you eat it. Yeah, All right, like, has oh, yeah, has sad. anybody here had sex on a plane? I, I've asked this before. No, it's a no for on me. In no, neither nope. one. That's a no for me. No for you. No for you. No for you. Definitely no for you. Yeah. Have this many people really had sex on a plane? I can't. But I'm. I'm I'm not believing the numbers are this high, but according to a new survey, 26% of Americans say they've joined the Mile High Club. And that seems so high. 
26% of Americans? 26% wow. of Americans say they've joined the Mile High Club. So, who are they getting it on with? 84% said they're a significant other. 8% with a friend. 5% say they've done it with somebody they just met on the flight. Good on you. And 3% with one of the members of the flight crew. What? Oh. Get out of here. Okay. That's got, okay. Never mind. That number offsets because the other person that said that it was with somebody with the member of the flight crew was a member of the flight crew as well. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, were both members of the flight crew. <laughs> and where do they do it? 65% in the bathroom, 35% in the seats, and 21% of them got caught. And 10% of people say they've had sex in an airport before they got on a flight. Anybody there? Oh, you didn't ask that question. Never done that either. No, no way. Never have, no. Not, not Why go to the stuff. airport? It's to, like to get on a plane and go somewhere. Isn't that weird? Like, every, huh. I'm not going there to have sex. I'm just going to go there and get on a plane and go somewhere. And then somewhere. we'll have sex That's when we get yeah. where we're going. Yeah. Well, people say that. It wasn't you that I expected it from. You have Joe in a plane, though. Yes. I would not. I would not doubt if that answer was correct. That wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it was at the National Transportation Museum, though. That's the. Uh, oh come on, man! Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I think awesome. my kids there, man. That's not funny. That's not funny. So Jeffrey, you telling yourself the plane is raising, the plane's landing, right. the plane's raising. Yeah. The plane. Now in a plane, <laughs> in the plane at the city museum, the one that you. Yeah, the one uh, hanging up there. In yeah, a with plane, no not in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't open for well, It was business. a long flight. Yeah. I it get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Arkansas, man. Uh, Tinder has introduced a, a new version of its dating app that's just for college students, letting users restrict their, pers- uh, their potential matches to others who go to their school or to other schools. I like that. Great. That's a good idea for them because it, it definitely... Jeff, you are not allowed. No. <laughs> I still got college credit. I still got college eligibility. Are you, are you shaking your head no because you have a college daughter? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't you rather have some dude say swipe Instead left a you? than a 68-year-old guy go, oh, yeah. I'd just rather her not be on Tinder is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, of course. Then you might as well take away the internet and her car keys. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's called Tinder U. And it works by having users log on to Tinder and add their official college.edu uh, email to their existing account. When they're on campus, since it's location-based. So users then have to be verified before being able to start swiping. And then users can limit their searches to people who go to their own school if they want to. Uh, But the app doesn't restrict them to it. So Tinder U is the new thing. Uh, Would you like porn more if you were the star? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. You ever thought about that? I'm good. Well, as an adult entertainer, I'm going to say no. <laughs> as he has a former male dancer. Yes. Uh, well, now you could you could have that without any of the actual sex on camera that's required. So it's cool. <laughs> There's a porn company called Naughty America. I'm sorry, I'm saying that wrong. Naughty. <laughs> Naughty America. <laughs> and they're starting a new service where they will digitally insert you into a porno. Basically, they take a bunch of pictures of you and use artificial intelligence to blend you with the porn star you'll be replacing. So, yeah, it'll look like you're getting it on, even though it never really happened. 
And these kind of videos are called deep fakes. And they also happen to be super controversial. Right now, they're almost seamless, like seamless enough to look real. So once the techniques get a little better, people could put anyone into porn, make fake videos of politicians saying whatever they want, and so many other nightmare scenarios. I think I remember uh, when this first became a thing, the deep fakes thing. I but until then, about. guys, porn, you know? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> what if, oh, man, I'd want to do, oh, man, this picture. Me doing myself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what in the hell? You're out of here. Talk about the... You're out of here. <laughs> yeah, can the, you... Yeah, who, who are you? The ultimate narcissistic porn. <laughs> Riz does Riz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... I remember when the technology first came out, and this has been recent, to to where, like, there was a Scarlett Johansson one. And yeah. It looked at... I mean, just... Well, if like you're interested... Her. You can email deepfakes at naughtyamerica.com to get more info, and I'm suggesting you I'll see what they, right I'll now. I'll tell you what they said. Je Jeff, write an email you right now. To? Draft an email. It's uh, deepfakes at naughtyamerica.com. And just write, I'm interested. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's it's deepfakes at oh, naughty. Wait, never mind. It autofilled. <laughs> at naughtyamerica.com. C-O-M Dot com, yeah And it's right I'm interested okay. And see what they write back Alright I am <laughs> interested Eggplant emoji <laughs> <laughs> And Sent Okay Good lord It is sent Let's see what kind of list you're put on now Yeah, I was gonna say That's definitely a list there <laughs> I don't know how much they're gonna charge But Right yeah, the, the technology's there. You mean the ratio credit card? <laughs> yeah. I'll, okay. I'll talk to right. you about it after. All right. Um, there's no better way to start an engagement than lots and lots of passive, aggressive nagging. So a new survey found that the average woman drops at least two hints right before her boyfriend to propose. And they usually start doing it once they've been dating for three years. So, fellas, that you're not married, you're with a girl for at least three years, listen up. Because here are the most most common hints they'll drop if, if they're nagging you to get married. Casually asking, who would you have as your best man? Yeah, that would that would definitely. Pe I would go. Wow, she wants me to propose. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only hint I mean, needed right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like leaving pages in magazines open to engagement rings. Oh my! Is this a list for so, those that can't see? So subtle. Stopping to look in jewelers' window. Gosh. Saying I would like you to propose to me. Asking, do you see yourself getting married one day? You got to be kidding me with this list. How do you spell propose? <laughs> <laughs> Saying it could be us next at a friend's wedding. Getting family members to ask, so when are you two getting married? Oh, that's a hint. <laughs> Playing with a ring on another finger. Pointing out that a friend's significant other proposed. Talking about how long her parents have been married. And watching TV shows and movies with wedding themes. Yeah, no, I know these all sound very obvious. But if you're not looking, 
and you see like a bunch of these things, you go, wait a minute. I may have just opened up the eyes of a bunch of people in the area. Go, wait a minute. She did ask me that, and I saw a magazine open up to the engagement rings. Huh. Hint, hint. I think if you've been dating for three years and somebody says, who would you have as your best man? You know why she's asking that question. Yep. Now, have you ever been to a wedding, and as you watch the couple walk down the aisle, you whisper to your friend or your significant other, go, I give this six months. Oof. I have done it, and I will tell you when. Oh, for sure. I was at a wedding. It was a, it was a, it was a Sunday about 11 o'clock wedding. Oh. Yeah. Very small, intimate affair. The bride was uh, eight months pregnant. And she yelled at the groom the whole time. During the ceremony, everything. This, right on. this is not lasting. It's not. <laughs> how, how long? How long? It, more, more than six months. I, you know, maybe a year or two. But it, there's been a couple times where I've seen some folks that have either been engaged or together a really long time. Where, wow, if they got married, they would definitely get divorced, and it did not make it to the wedding. Oh wow. My best friends, they were together, and, and we all kind of, like, stepped in, and we're like, man, you need to chill. Like, don't do anything crazy. He's like, I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. We're like, don't do it, man. Don't. And a year, a year after he told us that he was going to propose, he was like, thank you, guys, because this is ridiculous. Well, one of my best friends, I mean, we got to the, the Jamaica for their wedding. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I was not for this wedding. In the first place, and thank God she attacked him the night before, and it was called off in Jamaica. Jeez, man. Talk about awkward rest yeah, of vacation. A little bit. Awkward, especially when they were going to set the wedding up on the beach, and the crew came out to assemble the altar, and I uh, said in front of the, who was going to be the bride, yeah, you're not going to need that. Oh, boy. <laughs> man. Yeah. Super awkward, too, because he couldn't swim with that open wound on his face after that. <laughs> she had beat the crap out of him. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. It was during the engagement party, too. So you guys witnessed it? Oh, yeah. You see, what happened was... <laughs> so you got to give him the condensed version here, because this is a long one. Well, what happened was, I, t I was the best man, and I took the fellows down to the beach to smoke a couple Cuban cigars, and we had a nice bottle of a whiskey... And she thought I got him a hooker, which I did not. And then when we came back, by the way, I was with my buddy's father and her brother. So when I came back, she uh, thought I got, you know, Scott got you a hooker. And he's like, no. And then she beat the crab out of him. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I don't believe you. I mean, did she ask for proof before she went? She didn't need it. Went off? Okay. It was... Uh, I think this was in the making, is what you're saying. Like, this, like this if it wasn't this, it would have been something well, else. Well, the crazy thing is, there were two families on the resort. So after the wedding was called off, and we had all gotten together for the engagement party, and everybody was having a good time, and then after the wedding was called off, everybody kind of split into two camps. Jeez, and we still had to spend three days on the resort. Oh, man. oh boy. Oh, yeah. You guys didn't have like a fun volleyball match, family nope. versus family nope. later. No. Nope. <laughs> you didn't see him uncomfortably at Water Olympics or anything, did nope. you? No. Nope. 
no, we sent my buddy home early, like two days early. And uh, she wound up getting back to their apartment before he did and uh, held all the stuff hostage. Right on. All the suits and whatever happened to the hooker. We killed her. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Well, anyway. Hey, what happens in Jamaica, huh? Yeah. Hey, uh, so a new survey asked people if they'd, they'd ever gone to a wedding where they were pretty sure the marriage was doomed. And 40% of people said yes, they'd been to at least one of those. Unfortunately, the survey didn't ask if those marriages actually went off, you know, went on to fail or, or not. So I don't know how, how, how many of those predictions were actually accurate. I have two of the greatest wedding cards of all time waiting for the right weddings, people that will get the humor. And one just says, congratulations, we give it six months tops. Ooh, oh, that's not nice. Yes, it is. It's hilarious. That's awesome. That's not hilarious. That, that is, is not hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, nor yeah. funny, nor ironic. <laughs> yes, it is so good. Although, you know what? If I if you would give me that wedding card for my marriage, I think I would, I'd would i be okay with it. Yeah, you think it's funny. Because we had been together for like six years already. You know? And who's going to give you that card if they... If they actually think that, you know what I mean? It's almost like a, oh, well, he wouldn't get it. What you should do is when you go to a wedding, you should put a $20 bill in there and just put it in the box. Like uh, like your card, you put your card in there with your gift or whatever, yeah, and then yeah. just throw a 20 and leave it blank and just throw it in the box and walk away. <laughs> well, And not say anything. We already know. When, when my buddy gets married, he's getting that card. And then there's another one that just says, I hope your w- wedding is ish. <laughs> Come on, I can't wait. That stuff is hilarious. Come on, it's a. I, like I mean, it's a one. joke. I don't like the second one. Whatever, I think the first both one's great. a little funnier. I'm just gonna make wedding cards and Moon will buy them that just says, uh, "Hey guys, you suck." That's not funny. <laughs> oh, <I'm>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, those are funny. Man. Hey, guys, hey guys, what I, a I, terrible couple! Thanks yeah, for really, inviting me. <laughs> I really didn't have. I didn't really have a good time at your party. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's thanks for funny. inviting me. You suck. The food was awful. Card. Now, that's a good one, too. I'd buy that one instantly. I got a I judge saved. a wedding by uh, the food. If the food's good, uh-huh. then your wedding's going to be fine, and then your marriage is going to be fine? No, no. I'm just saying if You're I have a good time or not. Yeah, if there's yeah. a ceremony or not. I don't, care about the, I don't yeah. care about the love part. Yeah, good luck, the two of you, but <laughs> I'm having more muscatrolli. But if I, I listen, if I'm, if I'm looking back on, uh, oh, dude, Tony's wedding. Yeah, food was good. I don't remember anything else. I don't think I remember a single meal from any any wedding I've been oh, to. Oh, I've had some good meals. I just and remember some bad ones. I just remember cake. That's a bad one. All the weddings that I've done. I normally don't eat, but we do I have get a... one piece of wedding cake every time. That's our thing. I just remember what? the overall vibe. What's your thing? The wedding cake. cake. You know that. What about wedding cake? He like judges, I don't I don't I don't it. eat dinner at weddings, but I always try the cake. That's dumb. Okay. Well, he's a, he, he's I'm saying. talking about it as a DJ, not as a guest. <laughs> but you remember cakes. Like when you go yeah. to weddings, you. That's your thing? Dude, you I attach had, a memory to the cake. I had a Sunday wedding. wedding about a month, maybe two months ago, that was the best wedding cake I've ever had in the t- 11 years that I've DJed weddings. I think I associate the bars and the dance floor vibe. When I think back to weddings, like, oh yeah, I remember that wedding. And I, you know what? And, and. If there was a phenomenal speech, usually in the crappy category. Uh, now the now the new thing, by the way, with wedding cakes is donuts, which uh, is cool. Yeah. But I'm already out. I'm already. I think you it. need a new thing. What's gonna be a new <laughs> thing? What do you mean donuts? Like a stack of donuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like they would <laughs> I've have had a couple buddies do that. They would have like <laughs> Vincent so Van Donuts or Strange Donuts <laughs> or something. It's I don't so funny. 
eating cake. <laughs> I don't know why that. Why you laugh at this now? We've talked about this for I years now. I don't. Yeah. And it's not like I sit there and I eat half the cake. I eat mm. a t- what, what what is a half inch sliver that they give you. Like how early do you eye it when you go in there? I don't at all. I just when it, when it's time for cake, I go. Do you make them cut I the go, cake oh, early? No, I don't make no, them cut the cake you early. Walk you jerks. Like- He's saying as a DJ, which kind of makes sense. You can't be sitting over there stuffing your face with a dinner. That's probably and, pretty And awkward. something that people don't realize is like when it is a sit down or even when it's a buffet, you have to pay for the amount of plates that are put out. So then all of a sudden there's a DJ. And if it's me and my buddy, there's two people up there. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, now they got to pay for the meals because they, they yeah, charge them for Sometimes have a staff dinner. I, in, the, in the 11 years that I've DJed, once has there been a staff meal provided. Uh, once. No kidding. Yeah. People don't care. I like don't ven- think people think about that. I, I, so well, I'm just going there. Just start forcing. I'm saying like the, ven- the venues don't care. Not I don't the need couples, a plate. The venues. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> I don't need a plate. Who needs I brought a plate? my own fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anybody listening gets a card that says "I hope your wedding is ish," it's from me. It's fine. Okay. You should bring your own fork. Like this is my thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't plate. eat when I'm at it's weddings. Why am I I got my own plate. It doesn't cost you. It's cool. It's got your initials on it. What's wrong with you? All right, let's do the uh, sex toy of the week after the break. Please settle down. We don't have any Twinkies. <laughs> or a wedding day. Sorry, that was easy. It's a Labor Day Monday. And if you're going to the show, we're doing a little meet and greet. From 1.30 to 3 o'clock, I'm, I'm assuming we'll be in the front plaza again. Correct. Like right when you walk in. 1.30 to 3 o'clock. Come say hi if you're going to Wayback Point Fest. Well, I'm trying to think who, who I'm looking forward to seeing the most. Well, not listener-wise. You were but, saying me for sure. Not listener-wise, but I'm talking band-wise. I'm looking forward to seeing all you out there. I love the Toadies. I do too. Been a long time. I haven't seen them in years. Sponge, another great band. I haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. But Offspring, you know, that's going to be just hits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just every song you know. Same with 311. Yeah, last time Offspring was in town, I had a a group with us. And probably half the people in the group like... Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm kind of an Offspring fan, whatever. And then as soon as they're playing, it wasn't it wasn't 30 minutes and they go, oh, my God, I didn't realize they had this many hits. I oh, forgot yeah. that, how much I love this band. It was one of those like, oh, my goodness, oh, they're yeah. still going, and I know every word. That's the way it's going to be. That's a Wayback Point Fest next Monday at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And our meet and greet is from 1.30 to 3 o'clock. Come say hi, won't you? All right, here we go. Patrico, what do we got? Uh, today we have the Double XL Black Mamba Sheath. Now by Sheath. Oh, wow. 
Oh, it this, goes over. This yeah, goes, goes over. It goes over that. This goes over. Yep. And, and I mean, this is affordable. Twenty three ninety five. Oh, the average sure. review, five out of five stars. The review comment is an unknown source. And uh, stars from this review. <laughs> oh, you, don't wanna, you don't want to out yourself. <laughs> five <this>. stars. <laughs> She'll never know. Here is what this fella says. This is an amazing product. Listen, I'm not one of those guys who pretends to really have something down there. I am noticeably small. But I want to keep my wife happy. So the black mamba sheath does just that. She enjoys herself. I like seeing her enjoying herself. And then she, after she is satisfied, we focus on me. Some reviews said that the guys felt emasculated. Not at all. You what? are giving your wife something that she wants. Listen, do I think my wife is going to leave me for a well-endowed black man? I don't because she has one at home. Sure, I'm not black. Sure, I'm not well endowed. But with the double XL black mamba sheath, I am when we are under the sheets. And that's where she really wants it. Shipping was quick and discreet. Would buy again. One tiny, one tiny downside. It's not really a downside. It was much bigger than expected. Take Whoa. Whoa. So, this is a, a black man that you're using over yourself. Correct. I have uh, this. I want to have this. This will help me do that. So it's the double XL black mamba sheath. Can you do just XL or do you have to do double XL? I did not Is see there an, an M. <laughs> there might be an M. Is there an extra schmedium? I know a guy. I'm looking for a 3X tall if you got so, anything. Yeah, if you're an S and you want to be a double XL. Something with a collar. <laughs> Uh, quick and easy. I oh. need a 52 regular stat. It does have a pocket, which is nice. <laughs> oh, my God. That thing is startling to look at. 23.95, five out of five stars. I mean, this is just... I see they didn't go with the matte finish on this. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the glossy? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Now this. Music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. The man who supplied Demi Lovato with the drugs that almost killed her said she knew exactly what she was taking, that she was ingesting, quote, aftermarket pills, which made things obviously risky. Well, Is wasn't he, she like freebasing fentanyl? Yeah, Brandon Johnson's well, the guy. He, uh, she, he says that Demi texted him about 4 a.m. the morning she OD'd, asked him to come over. He says he knew exactly what she meant by come over, so he brought uh, pills with him, and they freebased together. He strongly insinuates that the two of, two of them had drug, uh, done drugs many, many times before and that they had ridden the hobby horse a few times as well. I don't know what that means. That's uh, intercourse. Okay. Oh, and, uh, gotcha. 
her people say that part of it is certainly not true. As far as the pills, he says Demi knew that they were not pharmaceuticals, but a heck of a lot stronger, although he denies knowing that they were laced with anything. This guy on the regular got pills from Mexico, many of which were allegedly illegally laced with fentanyl. Mm. He says he left about 7 or 8 a.m. Demi was sleeping at the time with no sign of distress. An assistant found her in deep uh, deep distress about 11.30 a.m. This happened back at the end of July. Called 911. She almost died, revived with that Narcon, and she is now out of the hospital and has entered an out-of-state rehab facility. So I don't know why this guy's saying all this stuff and not going to get in trouble. Maybe he will. I, don't I know. should mention that. You know, she was supposed to be on Beach Shazam. And in fact, the, the day that she she overdosed was the the day that episode mm-hmm. was supposed to run. And I know they moved they moved the whole schedule around. Uh, so uh, Patrico and, and and myself, we just got word our episode's going to be on. They changed the date again, September the eighteenth. It's the season finale. Yep. So that's when our episode will run. The season finale of Beach Shazam, seven o'clock, Fox. <laughs> And I wish Crazy. everybody could have seen the point when you said Fox. Is that good or or, or bad that it's a season finale? I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's yeah. great because it'll be the thing that they everybody leaves with the yeah, lasting okay. impression of it. Like, hey, I want to <laughs> see this again next season. And it'll get canceled. Yeah. No, no, it's already been renewed. Yeah, yeah it's been renewed. Okay. Save the best for last, Jeff. This is what I said, jerky. Uh, unless, unless they go, uh, we've already been renewed, so we just put the garbage on after. <laughs> Or if our episode is just so horrendous, yeah, they're just mailing it in at this point. The the, you know, they don't even matter. Fox goes, "Mm, we're gonna pass on this. Oh boy, I know we said we were gonna renew, but after that last one, you're out, dude. Some of the some of the still pictures, which I guess the publicity sent to uh, sent to Patrico, you've been posting these pictures. Yeah, they've been sending it to the. I haven't gotten anything from, but these are from the other contestants, and I see them posted online. I'm like, oh my god, there's us. And then I realize how ridiculous I got like Richard Simmons hair. Dude, I wish, I wish that people could have seen what your hair looked like the second that we got out of hair and makeup. Jeff, think of Richard Simmons at his curliest. I have. And then multiply it by 10, and that was Riz. It was a tight curl, man. But then it relaxed, though. It, like, relaxed out. They knew what they were doing. You looked in the mirror, and you went, oh, boy. And she goes, give it time. Because you got no control. I mean, you go into hair and makeup. Yeah. It's Hollywood, baby. Show business. You just want to put a hat on. Like, I just, you know. Just, just do what you do. Right. You're the experts here. Just make me I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, thanks to the Internet, I learned something new just about every single day, mostly not useful. This is a case in point here. Today I learned about beehole eyes. Does everybody know what beehole eyes? Yes. What? No. I know exactly in, what this is. What are those tones? This uh, is something so that uh, eyes, I mean, yeah, yeah. when your eyes are sunken in. Sunken in eyes with dark rings around them. This is all. This is this is. Uh, I'll let you go ahead. This is ridiculous. This is. Uh, uh, There's a website called uh, the, the Barstool Sports and saying that Pete Davidson has them. Yeah, he's always high, and it's not always because he's high. That's what everybody thinks. But his fiance defended him and said, "No, it's basically because he has Crohn's disease. He has an autoimmune disease. You guys, so knock it off." Is that does that cause that? I mean, well, having Crohn's can give you dehydration, which can give you that particular look. So you hydrate, and that should go away. Isn't that a genetic thing though, as well? There's like butthole a, eyes. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a thing. Butthole eyes. So she got very upset and said that it's because of the Crohn's, he's the autoimmune, high. that sort of thing. That's what he everybody always looks thinks. like. He's half asleep. <laughs> 
because he's up all night hitting that. That's why. Wouldn't you good, be tired? Good for him. Yeah. Good on you, buddy. Good. On, is that a second one of those today? Yeah. Good Jeff's on got you, buddy. You got butthole eyes? Uh, I don't know. Do I? You got a touch of the butthole eyes. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> hey, you know he's got he's got an autoimmune disease. Don't hate me, hate the disease. <laughs> Tom Cruise allegedly told everybody at the London staff or the hotel in London, their staff, to, quote, walk into his room backwards while he was recovering from a broken ankle. Can you even imagine why he would want people to I do don't that? This. Because he doesn't want them to look at him. He doesn't want to make eye contact. Yeah, but, but for what reason? This is from Radar Online, so... Because he's like Medusa and you turn to stone if he looks directly at you. <laughs> because he supposedly has anxiety about people doubting the healing power of Scientology. I don't buy this for one second. You don't? No. They also nicknamed him, the staff nicknamed him Faulty Towers for whatever reason. So he's recovering. Don't look at his ankle. Don't look at him while so he's he, recovering. So when you, when you enter a cruise that Tom, you enter a room that Tom Cruise is in. Yes. You're supposed to walk backwards. Walk, through, walk backwards. Okay. You yourself will hurt your ankle, too. Then you're all on the same playing level. Uh, Slash has confirmed that uh, Axl Rose has plenty of material to draw from for a new Guns N' Roses record. Uh, he says that the current reunion has gone so well that it may result in new music after all. He says Axl has a ton of ish that he recorded already. So we're going to get in there. We're going to start getting into that thing, he says. So he has not ruled out the possibility of new music. From Guns N' Roses. Old music here. Could you have audio in there that's entitled TV Theme, I think is what it is? TV who, Theme. Who sings the theme to Pee-wee's Playhouse? Oh, I know, I know this, by the way. Of course so. you do, jerk. Let's see if you could figure it out. It's very obvious once we tell you. Yeah, I agree. I know it. Yes, don't say it. Any idea, Moon? This is a gal? Is it a guy or a gal? It's a, it's a chick. I don't know. Tony Patrico. Cindy Lauper. Sorry, Ted Dance. <laughs> she is credited as Alan Shaw. Or Ellen Shaw. Sorry, Ellen Shaw. She just didn't want people to know it was her singing. Really? You know who wrote it. Or at least co-wrote it. Yes, it was uh, the Devo guy. Yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah. And... Lawrence Fishburne. Got it. Pee-wee Herman. Birthday boy. Paul Rubens, yeah. All right. One more piece of audio for you mm -hmm. here. Who whipped out a British accent at their show in London on Friday night, even though they're certainly not from British? From British. Okay, here we go. Did you hear it? Did, did he you do this? Do you think you can do this? Governor? She oh, I just want to check you guys out for a second and see which side of the audience is the loudest. I'm going to follow the right first. First. All right, first. Certainly not from Pam Anderson. Not from the Britons. <laughs> That would, that would be uh, Britney Spears who mm. did that. Oh, and uh, finally, this is just something to check out on the blog. And I think we actually talked about this not too long ago. There actually is a movie coming out about uh, Hervé Villachez from... It's, it's Hervé... Hervé Villachez. Hervé Villachez. The, the, um, 
the littler guy Tattoo from from, uh, Fantasy, from Island. Fantasy Island. It's called My Dinner with Hervé, and guess who it's starring? Peter Dinklage. And there's a little teaser video up on the blog if you want to check it out. It mm, looks Peter pretty Peter Dinklage, huh? Yep. It couldn't get anybody else. No, nope. he's getting all that work. Yep. Good he is him. the go-to little person. Crappy birthdays. Aaron Paul, Jesse on Breaking Bad is 39. Sarah Chalk, that was uh, Becky too. Also, uh, Dr. Reed on Scrubs. She's uh, 42. The rapper Mace is 43. Pee Wee Herman is 66. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was a WWF wrestler, WWF wrestler who was so popular that G.I. Joe actually made him part of their cartoon and action figure. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, 70 years young today. Today's porno birthday. Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet is Taylor Wayne. Today's birthday girl has been powder, pounded harder than the mats underneath two sumo wrestlers in 315 fine films, including The Adventures of Butt Girl and Wonder Wench, A League of Their Moans, Wild Wild Chest, Assault with a Friendly Weapon, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Dumb Rubber Bitches. <laughs> Taylor Wayne, 50 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. That is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango next. Moon, what do we got? Oh, all sorts of stuff with Sexy Time Fun Facts. We'll start it off with a couple that couldn't conceive for four years. Went to the doctor. Doctor told him, you guys were having sex the wrong way. <sighs> yeah, Find out the yeah. details about that if you can't figure that one out. A whole bunch of stats, surprising stats actually about the uh, Mile High Club. That's all right at the top of the blog. 1057thepoint.com slash slash Riz. Thank you. Also, check out the podcast to uh, hear all about the uh, sex toy review from today because it's a winner. Also, the details on uh, King Scott's punishment. How that? Mm-hmm. How that shook out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Last Friday, almost Thank you. did. Thank you, Patrico. Video of the day. A uh, video theme this week is magic and comedy, and uh, our buddy Justin Willman. We've had him in the uh, on the show. He's from St. Louis. Yeah, he did the cupcake. Did the wars. cupcake wars. Oh, uh, yeah. He did this prank magic thing where he had a bunch of actors and then one guy. And he made this guy believe that he was invisible. It is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, he's, you check it out. The guy is so confused. I it's, love magic. It's, it's hilarious. It's what is the theme for this week? Magic and comedy. Magic and comedy. Which is perfect for him to start it off because he has that brand new show on Netflix. It's about like. Yeah. Magic it, and people or something like that. Yeah. Like, magic magic for people. Or magic, magic for, for regular people. Or oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's really good. And yeah. this clip is hilarious. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Ta-da! Slash ta-da! Tomorrow, we will make our real or fake picks. So the new cans get there around noon. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. I'll tell you, you are a boob sweep away from closing the competition out. You got it. And it is too close for comfort for me as far as me getting locked out last week. Am I in third place? That was a bit startling. I think so. really was. I think you're in third. Well, I don't like that. Let's see here. It's a, it's a dangerous game right now. It is a very yeah. dangerous game. Very, very dangerous. Yeah, I think you're wondering what place points. you're in, you said? I think the bottom is you, me, then Scott, I think, right? No, it's it's Scott's in last place, followed by you, and then me. The scores have not been updated yet. they got to make the update today. Well, again, it's too close for comfort. Yeah. Every pick is important, as it is every week, but especially this week. That's why we play the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, don't forget, sign up for Purple Stride. Team Riz, 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. Deadline to raise 50 bucks 
to get that premium Team Res t-shirt is September the 9th. So sign up now at 1057thepoint.com slash purplestride. The ratio Pick'em Challenge back, 1057thepoint.com slash picks. Our Wayback Point Fest meet and greet is 1.30 to 3 o'clock next Monday. Right there in the front plaza at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Hope to see you all there. And events to tell you about Thursday, Burton Beer Garden from 5 to 7 for happy hour. Great event, great place, great food, great beer. And then uh, next Friday, Jeff is at the Metro PCS, actually this coming Friday, uh, Granite City from 1 to 3 o'clock. All right, that's it. Anything can I say, else? Can I say a couple, two, three, a couple, two, three things? Go. Uh, first of all, go Manchester United for the game today. But secondly, our California podcast weirdos, because we got a good growing number of mm-hmm. them, uh, come out and see Goldfinger this weekend, Friday at House of Blues in San Diego and then Orange County. The House of night. Blues? House of Blues. Right. San Diego. Huh? San Diego. All right. That's a Friday and Saturday, you said? Friday, Saturday. San Diego and then Anaheim. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team Riz. Remember that I was shouting out Devin Denny one more time. Yeah, Devin. Yeah, Devin. And he wants to hear this song, so we're going to do it for him. All right, Donnie Fandango next. See you tomorrow. Bye. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.